Broadcasting live from sunny South Florida, this is KMA Talk Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. Your KMA crew, the Italian scallion, Paul DeGracco, Alex Tavella, a.k.a. The Goat, and always telling it like it is, Honest Abe. I like to smoke them like the Winston Churchill, like John Good morning to all our loyal libertarians, all loyal listeners, libertarians, and lovers of the leaf. Back week two, still getting the swing of things. Honest Abe is your host here, and we are broadcasting KMA Talk Radio live from sunny South Florida. Always with my gang, the trusted companions, the Italian scanning himself, the Disney debonair, Paul (laughs) Rocco. Oh, I like that. The Disney you like, debonair. You like that one? Yeah. And of course, no show would be complete without the man himself, the goat. With a plain with a plain sound room backboard. What's up, man? Yeah, we're going plain this morning. You're, you're, I, didn't, I was a little late coming in. I didn't oh. feel great. I didn't have time to no 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 Philly history in the background. No, not today. Not today. We did a little we did a little sound room stuff, me and Paul. I had it while you were gone, and then Paul just completely stole my I didn't take the same exact one. Oh, I, I used one a different color. Oh, I like. I mean, you, you stole my background. Didn't now, we get? Didn't we get you a green screen, Paul? I'm in New York, and that thing did not does not travel well. It travels easily well. I've traveled. No, well. not on a plane. Oh no, no, not on a plane. No, not on a plane. That was the that was the issue. I, I now you got my mother in law's basement. It's about 900 degrees in here. I mean, I can. Uh... You can what? Can go here. This was a fave of mine. <laughs> that was actually a really good one. I can go here. My, kid, be- my kids got this game that they love. I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but it's called Meme Memeness. Okay. So it's all the famous memes like that one and the, the little girl who discussed it. Like, yeah, yeah. And you, you have like, a, they give you like seven or nine like different quotes. I'm not sure how they play it, but they, they die laughing. But so you, you you pick up a meme picture, and then you have, you look through your hand and see which quote you think you could better attach to the current the the famous meme picture. And then who decides the group? I'm not sure. I haven't played the game with them, but it's oh, that's kind of cool. Some point system to win. I like that. Yeah, Alex just reminded me because I think that's one of the probably one of the memes in the game. Before we begin, oh, I'll show this. Since I'm here now, not the dog. Oh, you don't want to see it? Really? I mean, we thought we put this behind us. She's right here. Oh Jesus! And he left a tag in the ear. And look, they, where they made her tail crooked because her tail was crooked in real life. I, Nobody I, wants it anywhere near them here. I don't blame them. She's sitting here staring at me. Are Where's you, your picture of the dog? Uh, I got it somewhere. You're what painting. the picture I painted? And then yeah. here's the real dog right here too. Mm. She's freaked out by it too. I'm you, sure. You're not leaving the tag in the ear, are you? I, no. When I get home, I'll take it out. I gotta. I have it. We we come with an empty suitcase, <laughs> so we so that we can pack it with stuff that we get while we're here. So she'll be one of the things that goes in there. I, I just want to comprehend this because maybe I'm missing some part of the story here. 
you you ordered this replica of your dog. Yeah. That you had shipped to where you were going on vacation. Because I wanted to see it, and I was impatient. I didn't want to ship it to my house when I knew I was going to be gone for so long. So oh my I had god! It here, so I oh could my see god. it. It's what been the, a very emotional time for now. Me. You with your in laws, right? Well, we switch back and forth. My parents and my in laws live like <laughs> three just, miles away. Just, just curious, what they've said about this? My mom cried and doesn't want to see it because uh, they primarily took care of Nala when we were when we would come what, up here. What do your in laws think about? I mean, don't don't hold back. Tell us exactly what they said. My mother in law uh, said that it's weird and she doesn't want it in her house, <laughs> so it's in the basement. Uh, my stepfather in law is. Kind of indifferent to it. He, I said to him, I guess he really can't position. possibly, he really can't possibly think any less of you. So he's indifferent. No, he, him and I are buddies. He, he's a physician. So he said to me, he said, why, why a stuffed animal? And I said, because I was looking to get like a, sta a small statue made of her, but it's like several thousand dollars. And I was like, I don't know if I could justify spending that kind of money. This is not an exact replica. It's smaller than she was. And I'm going to put it on like a shelf in my in my office as a remembrance to her with so the, all her stuff. We have a whole shelf with all of her things. So the fact that your family's kind of like doesn't just doesn't ring resonate with you at all. Like how I don't I got past that years ago. I don't really care what people think about me. I I mean I okay, like the, I like the attention. Don't get me wrong. I like attention listen and me. I like praise. I raise my kids that way. You know, don't get caught up on what people think about you. But I also yeah. put the caveat that there's certain people you really should care what you think they think about you. <laughs> You know, uh, yeah, there we go. That's the painting I made of my dog. Yeah, that, that painting's from years and years and years ago. Uh, I didn't just paint it. I think that's a good painting. No, sure. Wow, I hear. I thought I was talented. Oh. Wow, I'm just saying. Wow, wow. Even Dan Thompson's uh, on your side. I said that puts the lotion in the basket a little bit, bro. Yeah, it's like the dog in the basket. <laughs> it, it is just weird, man. I want Michelle Pauser to jump in here because I feel like she'd be with me. I'm not sure anybody's jumping in. You wouldn't have a statue here. made of your dog. I just don't have. I I can't spend thousands of dollars to have a little. I wanted like a little statue to put on my desk. So listen, a statue that you put on a shelf, or I think maybe. Right, that to me is the equivalent of a portrait. I got portraits of my old dogs. Yeah. pictures, pictures, framed pictures. But a stuffed animal that you're gonna sit with, you're gonna put on your lap while you watch TV. No, no we're not doing any of you're that. Totally Wait, doing a minute. You're, you're totally kids, doing it. You're totally kids doing play it. With you, know it. you got the dog next to you while you're on the show. Well, I you brought it over to Long here. Island while you were gone. <laughs> <laughs> It's some weird shit going on there. Get it tattooed like a real man. Uh, yeah, that's, there you that's go. in the works, Chris. I, I have her paw print. You are totally not going to get a tattoo. No, I, I think I want to get her paw print. Oh, my, fuck. I want to go. No, I'm going to cry. I will buy you the tattoo. Oh, well, maybe that's worth Well, what's a yeah. tattoo? 300 bucks? My paw print? Nah. I know For a guy a in the alley around the corner. Yeah, maybe, maybe. No, my my wife's such a tattoo fanatic. She's got specific guys that she goes to. Like she, I would have to go to one of her artists. We have to. If you get a tattoo, we got to broadcast that shit live. I would, I would consider that. But I, like, I, if you, I'm gonna cry. I think I've never had it. I've never gotten a tattoo. Tattoos are awful. They're awful. Yeah, I know. I hate them. I have a buddy that just got a tattoo across his chest, and he said, "Yeah, and it took awful. like four it's awful. sessions. It's awful. It's the most oh, awful. 
a terrible feeling in the world. Let me tell you something, man. You know, you last year I updated my tattoo with the angel, right? And the whole goal was to get one's like a guardian angel. I was going to get it like a warrior angel on my other calf. I still haven't done it. Is that bad on your calf? What was that? It's that bad on your calf? I would think that that'd be one of the easier spots. Um, you get down toward the ankle and the thinner spots, but it, it's not even that, man. It's like it's a five-hour tattoo. It's a six-hour tattoo. Right. You know, I mean, it's the length of time too. I mean, eventually you just get like fucking delirious. You get worn out, it. right? Yeah, you just get delirious of it. So, um, let me see here. I don't know, but I, if I do get a tattoo, I would. I haven't decided, but if I did, well, now. Mark's calling me uh, Kelly Clarkson. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Jeanette, no, that's because yes, women women yes, don't have yeah, women have a higher pain tolerance than men. I honestly feel that. I really do. They're like awful. physical physical they're pain awful. tolerance is higher. Oh, for women. It's Tattoos are awful. It's awful. I mean, I'm you have a lot of. And they're awful. And every time I do it, I say, "Why am I? Do why do I do this? Why do I continue?" But then you see the finished product, and you're like. You know they make numbing material now. That's like I, I've never used it. Our dealer Jay is used. He was telling me about it on his last tattoo. Yeah, he's they getting, make like he's getting like a full body fucking lidocaine. Oh wow, rubs yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah I've, seen, I've seen them do that before on TV, like where they rub lidocaine on it, but it doesn't. I mean, it still hurts. I'm assuming. Oh, I guarantee you, whatever it is, it's gonna hurt less. I don't even want to think about it. Anyway, I wanted to sh show it to you in person. I and it does not. I don't sleep with it. The kids don't play with it. It's here. Hey, wait, you said the kids did play with it. Yeah, yeah you said first, the dog was playing with it. No, no, no. That first day, humps that, it. First, that first day, I put it down for Axel to see, and he took it and he hugged it and he laid down with it. That was all. Support, nobody Paul. else played with it. So we're gonna get that tattoo paid for. Oh, great! <laughs> what are you gonna What are you gonna do when Axel wants to play with it again? He doesn't. He knows that it's. He knows that what it's. He asked me what it's for, and I said it's just a little remembrance of Nala. It's gonna sit in Daddy's office. That's it. Right next to Jiminy Cricket. There's no Jiminy Cricket in my. Office. I should have a little statue of Jiminy Cricket. Damn, I, I totally have a lot of Disney memorabilia though. I totally figured you would have a Jiminy Cricket. No, but I do. I, yeah, because I did pick him as the greatest Disney character, didn't I? Didn't we do that one time? Then he took it up in the basket. <laughs> anyway, what's going on down there in South Florida? I'll be there next weekend. Nothing but heat. Yeah. Yeah, like 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 insane, disgusting heat, stifling like disgusting. humidity. Like walk from the parking lot to the car to the office and sweat type heat. Alex and I really, he walked me out to my car. We started talking and we were out there too. Yeah. All right, let's go back in the fucking office. It was like that. Nah, this is conversation is longer than I thought it was. Let's go back Shit's in starting office. to drip down my forehead. I'm like, let's, let's literally get the fuck out of here. Literally. It's too brutal. But then all quiet, all quiet in South Florida. We're, we're loading up on all the new stuff that's coming in from the trade show one by one. Oh, if good. If you're following Alex, Alex is doing a series of videos on everything new coming in. So we're offering an introductory discount code. Uh, for a period of time for every new item that's coming in from the trade show. So keep watching us and keep following Alex. Uh, he's posting a video literally, like literally every other week, every week, if not a couple times a week. That's cool. Yeah, of the new like stuff. That. Well, we want people to try the new stuff and get a deal on it while it, when it comes in. So uh, all the, he's making little videos of all the new stuff coming in. Where is that posted, Alex, on social or? Yeah, it's on, it's on the main page, but okay. I share it to social as well. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Alex, you're doing a great job. Chad, Chad. 
Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Just checking out your pants. Protocol's making a lot of posts. <laughs> are we taking chess news? Are we taking chess news today? Is there chess news? I mean, there's yeah, there was there was huge chess news this week. The giant, like massive chess news. Oh, okay, hold on. What's the giant massive chess news? I'm just curious. Magnus Igor, Pro Igor, somebody beat you know. No, Shazunowski. no, 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 no. This is like, I'll put it in perspective for you. Okay, so Magnus Carlson isn't defending his world chess championship title. He is the world champion. He will not be playing. So I'll put it in perspective is there a for you. This why he's not because he's just it? he just doesn't want to. He's not motivated. I, I get it. It's a grueling thing. These guys go and you know he's go he'll spend six months in preparation. Um for a match that'll last two weeks and it's just grueling and he really doesn't have he's won five times um, one match of chess last two weeks no 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 or the tournament. they don't play a match they'll the play you know first to six games right. but it's it's grueling and he feels like look he's he's a top chess player he's proud he's the greatest chess player of the era and possibly the greatest chess player of all time um but it would be akin to the time when bobby fisher just couldn't make a deal and didn't defend his title. It's like that kind of news. You know, there's been very few guys that just didn't defend their title. And, uh, you know, now Magnus Carlsen is one of 12 games. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, literally, it's a, a two-week grueling thing. And he's like, part of the problem was the guy who won the candidates tournament, um, which is a tournament to figure out who plays the champion. Um he smoked them in the last championship. Yeah, like I said, I know none of you will care, but I care. And me and me and Garrett care. Me and Garrett literally through text messages watched the entire candidates tournament together. Okay. It was a bonding oh my experience. God. That, that sounds can be, that can be that's almost as creepy as having a dog. No, no. <laughs> no. You, went, you went too far, Paul. You went oh, too sorry. Far. You went too far. So you're watching other people play chess in a tournament. Yeah, it's like okay, you watch other people play basketball. Mm. A little bit different. Yeah. No, I why guess. is it different? Um, there's thrilling moments in basketball. There's, there's thrilling moments action. in chess. Mm. If you understand what's going on. Yeah. Who are you? I mean, it just is what it is. You know, I mean, this is you, you go to Broadway shows. To me, that's absurd. I haven't been to a Broadway show in years. I don't like sitting through shows. Yeah, you watch I people like play perform. poker on fucking ESPN. Well, I mean, fuck, it gets primetime coverage. I don't watch Thank that. You, Chad. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I don't watch that. I mean, poker I'm, if, it's, if I'm flipping through the TV and I get caught in a hand, I watch a hand or two and then I lose interest. I mean, how exciting is it to watch 90% of the people fold all the time? You know. Literally. Dave D, there's your buddy talking. I like chess, but oh, wow. not that much. <laughs> He hasn't been around in a while to play. Uh, did We're you beat him too many times? What happened? Nah, I mean, Dave go back and forth a little bit. Holy cow. The tournament of champions. You should do a smoke-in chess competition. See if there's any Actually, that, I was There's just... a couple guys who play here. I know they do. I see them. There's a couple. There's a, I don't know if it's enough to... Uh, to warrant a tournament? Yeah. I wonder if I can figure out a way to do one online. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, well, right. Like people watch golf on TV. Yeah, I don't get that either, though. I I get. I don't get watching golf. golf on TV or live. I mean, look, I, I don't watch baseball on TV, but I'll go to. A I was going to say, with all due respect, regular season baseball. I don't want boring as hell. Boring as hell. 
I'll give you that. It's probably hand in hand as far as I'm concerned, watching either one of those two on TV. But I could go to a baseball game. Don't think I could go right. to a chess tournament. Garrett Robinson, we got to figure out a way we can coordinate some kind of online tournament. Look, he's Whatever. already in deep thought just by his avatar. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting going over at the Protocol Studios right now. Well, speaking of Protocol Studios, it is the third annual Protocol Pool Party. Should be a very interesting show. Our guests, Juan and Kevin, are in the wings. Let's let's bring them on. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. Joining us live from the Protocol Pool Party, it is Kevin and Juan from Protocol Cigars. Hey, guys. Well, welcome to the show. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, morning. How's it going? Let's have a toast to a glorious Saturday morning and a glorious Protocol Pool Party and a glorious day wherever you're at. So, so, so one, I'm I'm very happy that at least you're all clothed because I was a little concerned when we finally zoomed in. But I do have to ask, what's with the Pocahontas look? So... It's a tradition at Protocol Pool Party that I actually do five different hair, hairdos. So instead of wardrobe changes, I do, you know, do changes. So I want to have some, some, you know, some cornrows later. Like all throughout the day, we'll change up. It's entertaining for the people, you know. I got all this hair. This is two stark contrasts as a protocol. You got this and you got this. So I, I just change it up a bit, you know. So Did you guys is, coordinate this, the shirts? Absolutely, absolutely not. <laughs> not but, <laughs> apparently, like for a, my past couple of shows, we he, like walks into our in our studios at our office, and uh, he's like, "Wow, you kind of match, pal." And I'm like, "Yeah, we kind of do." I don't know how this keeps absolutely happening. Absolutely yeah. not coordinated. It's summertime, you know. It's a nice light color. It's not too hot. But I, so you guys so, are just in sync. Look, look I match. See, these are, these are my, uh, my 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 whatever you call it. Look at that peak male performance. <laughs> I match. Listen, it, it takes hard work to keep this body looking like this. Well, I'm sure, sure it does. For the, for the masses of the people out there, you know, you have to be. In, yeah. it, it's easy to do this. To yeah. sit there he and works work out, out real hard every day. Shin splints all day long and all that stuff. That he, shin splints. I don't know what do you call that shit you guys do. Wait, shin, he said that that was an exercise. Shin splints. <laughs> Painful. Those hurt. Or 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 or. or, they do or, hurt. or I swing, I swing a different kind of hammer, and I like Alex's in the gym with the fucking. My hammer swings low. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you, to Kevin's credit, I always gotta respect the guys that are like somewhere like Vegas and hitting the gym in the morning at the hotel. Yeah. I mean, you got, I gotta respect that dedication. Every day at the gym, you gotta be there. Did you go every day? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, last day I missed, but uh, for the most part, I was there every day. Yeah, you know but who not. does that too uh, is uh, is Terrence. Terrence Riley does it, but the one morning I saw him and he looked so bad. I go, Terrence, whatever you're trying to do right now Stop. is not going to help you. You need to go back to bed. That's the only thing that's going to help you. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some, sometimes it's futile. Like you gotta, you gotta just decide. I didn't you know what. see Terrence hang out at all, so he definitely wasn't a bar. Bar Luca was the. That was a hot Ground zero of COVID at this year's uh, uh, PCA. I didn't get it's it. Probably, yeah. it's probably why I didn't get it. I, I, only, <laughs> I didn't go to. I only went to Bar Luca for thirty minutes. Um, the last day of the 
after the half day of the show, and it was like at one in the morning. I think patient zero was uh, Freddie. Was Fred? Fred Huey? Yeah. I thought you said it was Chris Haspel. No, in the industry, <laughs> nobody knows Chris Haspel. I joke. That's good with one's protocol, but I think uh, patient zero was Fred, and he actually was sitting on my lap at, at Club Luca. Thank God. I don't know. I, I gotta go. I, 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 I gotta give my body to science because I didn't catch anything. You know. Juan, Juan and I have never had yeah. COVID. We never changed our lifestyle. We had, and I probably shouldn't be saying this, but we had, I, you know. 30, 40 people at our office during COVID because nothing was open. I don't think COVID could survive the blood alcohol content. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, you guys I, also I, hang I out a, in bumfuck Pennsylvania. So speaking of blood alcohol, I just have a Stella, right? We have a, a you know keg on tap out there for the people, and we got a, a backup yingling because it's local to us. But I, I got a beer, and I figured, all right, we're going to be on the show. And then... I look at Juan's cup and I go, you're doing a whiskey at 10 a.m.? Scotch, my boy. Scotch. Oh, my God. That's how you do it. Scotch in a solo cup like gangsters. <laughs> Just to clarify for Quentin It's going to be a long day. Juan didn't do anything. I was the total instigator of that afternoon. Which afternoon? Which afternoon? Oh, uh, cool. He wants to know what you did to me for me to end up passed out on the bathroom floor. Oh, God. Who, Who was passed out on the bathroom? I was the oh, first time oh, I was. I didn't know that. You didn't know oh, he yeah. Was, oh, oh, yeah. He was passed out in the bathroom floor. You you got him wrecked. No, it wasn't one. I, I was the instigator of the... We were there first. I was the instigator. And then halfway through the afternoon, don't know how it happened. I think uh, Jen, um, Jeff's girl, walked me back to my room. I don't remember anything. I think at one point, Scott Weeks, Groover, and Jen were in, in our room. And then we were supposed remember. to go... This is after the pool party. And then we were supposed to go to... Dinner was soccer that night. I couldn't move, man. The next thing I know, right. I passed out on the bathroom floor. Brandy tried to wake me up. She said, "Fuck it." She threw a blanket oh, over. Me. She threw a blanket over. She's got a picture of it. I got to get it from her. Oh, there's a picture of me literally passed out on the bathroom floor, um, blanket pillow, out like a light. And then I woke up at like nine thirty, which I don't remember at all, but I know I did because I texted the Brig Boys and I said, "Are you guys still alive?" And passed out in bed. Then woke up at twelve thirty. That was the, when I went down to the Luca bar, found Nimish. We gambled for a while. I stayed up till we left in the morning, which was like at 10. Our flight was at 10 a.m. We had to leave the hotel at wow. 8. I don't remember. How long were we in the pool for? It felt like an hour. Were we there longer than an no, hour? No, we shut it down. So we probably got to the pool around 2-ish because I think the trade show closed at 1. So we probably got there around 2, 2.30. So we only had about two and a half hours, two hours tops at the pool. Damn. You know, two and I had blackout. It was... Terrible. No, we were getting double pina coladas with floaters, and it didn't go. It didn't oh. last long. Oh. <laughs> Sounds good though. And literally, I went to the checkout in the morning. I said, "Um, can I see my pool bar bill from last night?" Because I don't remember who closed my. I, I think the bartender just closed it out himself. I don't know who signed off. Whatever, but he gave himself a respectable tip. He didn't go overboard because I didn't. Don't I don't remember nothing. I mean nothing. Right. But uh, yeah, he gave himself. It wasn't too crazy. It was a fair tip. So I was all right with it. I said, well, I cannot. It. We're just writing that one. We're writing that one off to the game because I couldn't tell you anything. The, can we talk about the, the fall? Like, I, I didn't see it happen. I, Who fell? I, Grover. Didn't he fall? He, something happened. Grover? Grover. Is, he, is he a dog now? <laughs> I was like, Grover, Grover. I'm sorry. Grover. Grover, <laughs> Grover oh, Grover. Come on over. <laughs> didn't Grover fall? Something like that. I saw security was by him. Something had happened with him. Anybody know? There's a really drunk picture my wife's got of him in our room when they got me back to the room. 
But right. I'm just, I'm literally telling you, there was a point I was talking to a really pretty girl from Fort Lauderdale. You know, we had, she ended up being from Florida, so we were bullshitting, whatever. I remember talking to her, and I don't remember nothing after that. I don't, know. I don't know when we left. I had prescription sunglasses. So I'm packing in the morning looking for my prescription sunglasses. And um, I know I hadn't worn, worn them since the day I got to Vegas. So they were sitting in my counter. And I tell Brandy, I'm looking, I'm looking. I said, where are these? I haven't worn them the whole time I was here. I just wore them on the flight to Vegas. And I went, oh, I wore them to the pool. Oh, oh yeah. So then I, you know. I filed the lost and found with the Venetian, or whatever. But it ended up Jen Jennifer was wearing them, so she took them back. So, oh great, um, yeah. Grover yeah. bought them back to me uh, a couple days after we got back. Grover, yeah, but she's cool I, man, man. She's, she's Grover, a good person. I love her. Grover, the best. Ask Grover if he remembers uh, the fall. I think something happened. I remember security around him. There was security, and he had bruises on his face, something like that. You know, I'm going to tell you something. It all started, it really started out so casual. It's like, like we were ordering rounds of shots and partying. It started no. out casual. We're just drinking and talking. I'm telling you, and it just out of nowhere, it flipped like a switch. It's like you oh, went that one. Pina coladas with a floater. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you go. went one. They listen to me. First off, it was like 115 degrees outside. Oh, all right. Wow. The stuff yeah. was sweating out of us as quickly as we can get it in. And yeah. it tasted so cool and refreshing. Mm. But it's like we went that one pina colada. That was it. It was like a light switch, right? That one drink, that's it. Everything blacked out after that. And we mentioned yeah, you it. You hit breaking point. Like, I, what, I, don't even, I don't even remember like the gradual getting drunkness of it. Girl, I just it I remember like, having cool. a good time. I felt like it was an hour. So the last hour and a half or two hours we were there, I do not remember at all. But. It's like something we spoke about in the pools. That's something I think most guys can relate to this. Like you go to a bar or wherever you're at, you can't really uh <laughs> gonna show that. You can't you can't really go to a bar and order a pina colada. It's like it has to be the right specific place to have a pina colada. Like I never unless I'm at Vegas at the pool or somewhere in the Caribbean, I'm not drinking I'm not gonna go to a bar. By rule of like, thumb, you have to be some by some body of water to drink a pina colada. Yeah. Rule of thumb. Kevin's got a picture. I don't remember this, but this is one. Is he had to check out of my room? I don't know if you can see it. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh wow. That's, that's him in my room. Yeah, passed out. Oh. Listen, yeah, he made it to a couch. I did. I went on a marble floor. <laughs> I I asked Brandy for the picture. She hasn't sent it. Oh, Brandy's not responding to you at ten thirty in the morning. Are you on crack? Overall, <laughs> well, great time. Hold on. Hold on. First off, my wife's not going to send you shit without asking me. But right. two, since we're talking about some covert pictures, Alex, did you post? Did you load a picture up? I this did. is just. I have this, it. This is this is just to oh. reinforce my constant claim <laughs> that Paul is a cat person. Cat. Oh wow. See, he's a cat person. No, well, not, not too much denial this afternoon. He's well, hold on. Person. I'll explain the picture if you'd like. Please sure. do. Uh, my sons, we were at a rest stop on the thruway heading up to Lake George for a couple of days uh, this week. And my sons took like pilfered all of the brochures from the uh, from the rest stop. So they had about 30 of them. And Steffi picks one up and she goes, what the hell is this? And I was like, oh, my God, please take a picture and send it to Abe. <laughs> <laughs> That's me driving through upstate New York trying to find the cats of uh, upstate it, New York. It was a little posed. It was. It was a little posed. Definitely not a candid shot, but but I thought way, it was funny. We'll take it. Speaking of pictures, I just gotta post this picture up. I, <laughs> I just need to know: is this what the cigar industry does to people? Let's see. 
<laughs> I mean, look at this and look at what we're looking at now. What the, I mean, it's like the Giannini effect, right? I mean, you look at Giannini. <laughs> wow, I like that. Let's let's trademark that, the Giannini, Giannini effect. effect. It's without a doubt, like the butterfly effect, it's a Giannini effect. I mean, have you, did you <laughs> see him at the trade show? Yeah. Giannini, oh, who, who can't see him? Yeah. I'm telling you, I, I can't tell if he's signing up to play in Guns N' Roses or what the hell's going on. It's, it's I, would, like, I would say more Prince. More, more Prince, Prince in the Revolution. You're absolutely right. Totally Prince in the he Revolution. He owns the chest hair. I will say that. He owns it. Like, it is all out. Not, not only does he own it, he sits there and he dyes each one black <laughs> because you know that he's got to have some gray, but that shit is Jeff Black. Jeff Black. <laughs> Paul, yeah, yeah, if, you just, if you could just Google Michael Giannini, see if you can find an old and current picture. It's really oh, like, okay. When I like, first met him, he, he looked like an Italian goomba, like an Ita old Italian guy, real heavy set. Always, always pinstripe suits, pocket okay. square. He'd have the two-tone leather shoes. I mean, like the, the pocket watch with the gold chain. That was yeah. his style. That's yes. You never Don. saw him anything other like than an that. Italian Don. Now, now, like the one day he was walking by, and I'm like, is he wearing heels? Like he has like like there, there's like a bit of a heel on. Wait, it. wait, uh, studded shoes. It had the crystal studded shoes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got it. Oh my, wow. Oh, they you know Michael wild. Giannini. Funny story. You bring Michael Giannini up. He's the one that started me down this path of cigars. We could do we could do a theory called the Giannini effect on who in the industry has transformed the most. Hold on, I got to I got to yeah. I got to transfer these. So just bear with me a moment. I mean, I basically I like just that. got grayer and fatter over the years. <laughs> I pretty much did. No, that. seriously, Juan. Well, I mean, you look at that picture, and what, 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 what did the cigar industry do to you, bro? So, in reality, all joking aside, when when Bill and I, and Bill's no longer with the company, you know, may rest in peace. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! Jesus. <laughs> Ah, uh, that's a zing. I think the whiskey's already getting. Bill, if you're watching, I love you, but anyway, so uh, when we started, like the first year, we would wear the fedoras and the guayaberas because we thought that was the cool thing, and then we thought we were cool also. And the more we're looking around, and we <laughs> we uh, thought we were cool. I was like, this is. I was like, this is not us. We are not cool. And there's only two people in this industry. And I'm, and I'm telling you, there's only two people in this industry that can get off wearing a guayabera and a Panama hat. And that's Carlito Fuente 100%. and AJ Fernandez. Those are the only two, in my opinion. So you don't throw Lito Gomez in there? Because I, I wasn't ah, sure. Yeah, Lito. Everybody knew who number two was. I, number one was. I thought maybe Lito was going to be your number two. Yeah, I, I, Lito too. During the entire time, we were right next to him. Lito Gomez wore a beautiful suit, like a designer. Yeah, yeah, like when I see him, when for I see decades, him. All stuff, for decades, he wore the Guayabera and the hat. And I think he he, he yeah, wore okay. it. He's a victim of the Giannini effect also. <laughs> so what wound, up happening, what wound up happening is very quickly we said, you know, this is this is not us. Let, let, let's be more us. So I started to just be more of myself. And I think the more I started to be myself or ourselves, <laughs> I think we were much, much more successful in my opinion. So All I've right. always wanted long hair, but I couldn't have it because I was a cop for 20 years. I couldn't have long hair and a beard. And now I retire and I'm not, no, this is acceptable. So I got long hair and a beard. Oh, it looks great. You know, so yeah. this is what I'm doing. All right, so here's Michael Giannini before. I love it. Oh, there he is. Wow. That, that's him. I know exactly where he's at. He's at Club Macanudo. Yeah, that's Club the Macanudo lockers. Manhattan. Yeah. That's when he worked right. for General. And yep. here's, well, this is from Ventura, but now, let, let me just date this. Let me just date this. He's probably in his mid-30s here. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow, he looks a lot older. Well, that's, you know, he's overweight, but this is probably in his mid-30s. He's probably that's like. That's where I met Mike. He's probably, that's the Mike cool. he's probably closer to 60, if not a little over 60 right now. Go ahead. All right. 
Look at that. <laughs> Because you can't really see because there's studs on the shoes and that, but without a doubt, they're pointing. There's a big ponytail on the there's a little ponytail yeah, on the yeah. back. It, it, it yeah, doesn't I mean, do it justice. That's almost a clean look there. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking for pictures of him at the PCA. But someone but did it, someone named it best, uh Cigar Liberace. That's pretty much sums oh. it up. Cigar I like that. It's making another statement. Andrew. <laughs> That's dual purpose, that statement. I don't know how I feel about it, you know? I don't know how far off it is either. I don't know. I don't look, I'm not being I'm not being a dick. I just don't make assumptions. I have no idea. <laughs> oh god. We love you, Mike. He's a delight. He really I, I'll tell you what, he's such a such a cool guy. We've had him on KMA. He's amazing. Yeah, a couple Were you on the show? Okay, so we had him on KMA, I think, in all three modes. We got some old episodes with Emily where he's in the suit and pocket square mode. And like, I think we had him punk rock, uh, Liberace mode at one point, too. Yeah. But Michael's one of the few guys I actually know since my first day in the cigar industry. He was my Ashton rep back in the day. So, oh, uh, you wow. know, oh, yeah, I've known Michael for a very, very long time. Super, honestly, outside of all the dress and whatever, Michael's a super decent, nice guy. My, Michael is one of my favorite people. And, I, and again, he, he is what, what kind of started me in this industry. I'll tell the story real quick. Yeah. So in 2006, I went to the New York Big Smoke at the Marriott Marquis in New York City. He was working with La Gloria Cubana at the time, when they, with, you know, with General, but with, with a Gloria Cubana. And they were doing the uh, Gloria Cubana Super Bowl Championship, which what would they would do at all the Big Smokes, the Cigar Aficionado Big Smokes, they would have a competition where the people would roll a cigar. So I'm, I'm, that's like 2006 is my first time at the, at the Big Smoke New York City. And I'm like a kid in a candy tour kid in the candy store it's like amazing i walk up and i see this thing and they're like wow you know you could roll your own cigar and at that point i was a nerd already and i was like you know that's all i would love to do is roll my own cigar long story short i roll a cigar in the competition and i want to keep the cigar mike Giannini comes to me and he looks at the cigar he goes what do you do for a living and most cops don't tell people that they're cops so i say i'm a garbage man which technically we are garbage men because we take out the trash that's <laughs> true there you go yes take out the trash so i tell him i'm a garbage man and he goes, no, I just want to make sure you don't roll cigars for a living. I'm like, roll cigars? I don't know what you're talking about. That's a pretty good cigar. Here, let's uh, enter into the into the uh, contest. And I'm like, nah, I don't want to. I just want the cigar. After him arguing with me, for he actually got mad at me because I didn't want to. You could win a trip to to Miami. Da, 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 da. I was like, I don't care. I don't want the trip. All I want the cigar. I know if I give you the cigar, you're gonna toss it in a box, in a box, and you're gonna and it's gonna get destroyed or lost. I, this is my baby. I created this. And he actually like hit fist boom. Like, listen to me put that cigar in this bag, sign this, and I'll personally make sure that that cigar won't, won't, won't get lost. I'm like, all right, I did it. Uh, box comes out. They pick out the winner. They're reading the names. I'm in the corner somewhere looking through the box. I'm like, I got to find it. Before, they, before the free fall comes, I want my baby back. Lo and behold, I wound up winning that, uh, that Super Bowl uh, champ championship over there. So they flew us down to uh, Miami, Calle Ocho. That's, what, that's when, when uh, EPC was still part of General. They had the... Uh, he had his, his, his shop over there, right across the street from Willie's shop, uh, Willie's right, shop right. over there. Yeah. And it was just amazing. And we just basically, I learned tobacco from, that one was simple. All we did was just roll the tobacco. But when we got flown down, all, all the big smoke. So you had the, the, the two or three Vegas ones, the two New York ones, the one that was one in Jersey, one in Chicago. So that flew like seven or eight of us down. And you learn to put tobacco together. That one was simple, just putting the wrapper. I shouldn't say simple. That was still hard. But now they gave us the loose tobacco. So we had a bunch of it, roll it, 
do the whole thing, put in the mold, soup to nuts, and, and we made the cigar, and I wound up winning that one too. So that was a real cool uh, thing. That, that just basically sent me down a rabbit hole of falling in love with this industry. And not so much the industry, but the artisan that, that it takes to, to make a cigar. It's a beautiful thing to see. And then once I went down to, uh, and then with that, I became a, uh, an ambassador for, for General Cigars. And in 2000, I didn't know you were an ambassador yeah. for General. Wow. And then they, <laughs> little did they know. <laughs> Juan, so didn't you say? Didn't you say that when you met J, uh, JD, he was a he was a big influence in wanting to start the brand? Did you say that on one yeah, of our shows? The, the actual brand, yes. But like the first fire, the thing that lit the fire was that 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 that, that interaction with Mike Giannini and that whole thing, you know, forcing me to enter my cigar into the competition and then winning that and then going down to Florida and actually bunching rolling the whole entire soup to nut process making the cigar that winning cool. that and then they flew me down to the dominican republic with them i went with victoria i don't know if you guys know victoria from general i don't think she's worked with them anymore i'm not sure but it she she was great and, that, and, that, and then you saw that from seed to finished product again further down the rabbit hole and then i started going to uh, cigar safaris with jewish state even before i had a company i must have been to at least four or five uh uh Cigar Safari with Drew Estate, where I got to meet and know Jonathan Drew when we spoke, and he he would basically even beyond the uh, the regular tour, like he pulled me out because he saw I had the passion, I had the the fire, the interest. So he just sit there and he took me to these rooms and that room, showed me how they do this, they do that. It's like we don't bring people here, but I could tell you like that. And I was like, wow, just like amazing. And and I believe because I was a cigar, I am a cigar nerd. I was a cigar, I am a cigar nerd, and I'm still like. You know, celebrity struck by like you can see over here. You got Matt Booth. You see the Matt Booth. The Matt you are Booth very screen? celebrity struck. Yeah. Look, at that. Look at that. That's Matt Booth. I call it Boofy Cristo. That's the name I gave it. Anyway, Boofy Cristo. So like a lot of these guys are like my idols, and just to be working with them years later, it's pretty amazing, and I couldn't be happier. I saw you post a comment by Brad Lee. I just want to shout out. Brad Lee is uh, expecting a new baby in the next month, so we are all oh, patiently uh, we are all patiently uh, waiting for the new socialite, my friend. Nice, man. Very nice. Yes, very cool. Um, Get ready. <laughs> listen, there's there's people I'm still starstruck by because I don't think your head ever gets out of that game, you know? No. And especially the guys who were before me. I mean, I don't think I'm starstruck by any of the newcomers, but people that I came up in the industry looking at and you get a chance to run into these guys or talk to these guys, and yeah, you're a little like, wow. Lo love, love when you have those opportunities. But how, how, how about... How about you walking down a hall and Carlito screaming, hey, Juan, Juan, and I, and I look, and you come over here. I'm like, oh, shoot, like, this, this guy like, is like an idol. Even even, even Jorge Padron, like, he's like, Juan, how you doing? And I'm like, there's another one. Maybe, maybe Juan Lopez just walked behind me. But no, nah, but it's all, that to me is like, to me, the most crazy. But Herc Locks, a lot of these guys, like, I've been what did, what, did, what did Hurt Lock say when he was sitting in our booth and you walked back because you got you you went out and you came back to the booth and you were like Michael Hurt Locks is in our booth and what did he say to you? I don't recall. Um, oh my god! <laughs> he goes, Juan. What did you say to me? What did you just say to me? I'm in your booth. Oh, yes, From now on, Protocol has their own booth. Michael is very vocal. Very very this, passionate. This what about happens, He's so, very passionate about. Yeah, protocol. let's talk about this because this is one of our actual oh, topics of today, right? Uh, this yeah. was the first year. How many years have you guys been involved in the trade show now? Seven years. Seven okay. Years. This wow. was the first year I think you guys had your own protocol booth. 
Correct. There, there was one year. Yeah. There was one year where Eric had his Lazona booth, and right next to him, I'm sorry, Eric had his Espinosa booth, and right next to him, he had a Lazona area. So it was La Sirena, ourselves, and Moya Ruiz. Yeah. We had those three companies, but it was a little sublet of the the we, the, the we were Espinosa. part of it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we were we were still there. Now we were completely separate, different location, right next to Rick uh, Rodriguez, which we got a tip to put our booth there next to uh, the Florida Minicana. So it worked out. It was our best first day ever at the show. And I think that goes, I think everybody, you know, we talked to Eric about it and I said, look, I love being in your booth, but we were lost, right? When, you, when you're like, go into the uh, Lazona booth, Espinosa booth, you go and do your order and it's like, okay, did my order and then they leave. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa protocols over here, we're a separate company. Mm-hmm. When we stand it alone, everyone's like, oh, I never heard of you. I'm like, would well, you buy Espinosa? I buy it every year. I've been here seven years and don't know who you are. So I think standing alone, being our own company, kind of taking that step, I think that's gonna, it, it worked out really well at the show and it's gonna pay dividends in the future. So I, I actually, um, this is what happened. You know, we were with uh, with Espinosa for basically, even that one year we were away. We were oh, I'm getting dizzy with the screens, man. Holy shit. It, it's not, it's not me. Uh, no. When Alex took himself out, it did a whole switch. Sorry. Okay. So, um, even that one year we were away from them, we were still technically under their umbrella. Yeah. So I was actually, so last year, we know we did the four, the plan, Owan, you guys are, you know, Juan, Kevin, you guys are part of it, blah, blah, blah. Guy Fieri comes into the picture, right? We gave him shit. And I was, I was a little upset at first. However, I think Eric doing a cigar for Guy Fieri is phenomenal for his company, great for the industry, because I think Guy Fieri is a real down-to-earth, celebrity that regular people uh you know really get in touch with he's and a household name he's a household name you got guys like sports celebrities that do cigars these guys don't want to sign a ball let alone a box and guy fieri is signing boxes signing t-shirts signing hats he's doing the, the cigar celebrity thing but he's a real celebrity not like the subcategory of a cigar celebrity so i know when, when we, we Eric call those people a a-listers a-lister. There you go. A-lister. In the A-lister. in the industry. It's called an A-lister. He's an A-lister. And so Eric calls us up and he said, Listen, we're not you're gonna you can't be in the booth. I I, I got guy in there and I can't do it. At first I felt, you know, because I'll tell you the truth, you know, I gave him a little shiffer, but I felt really like because with Eric, and you know Eric, Eric's big into loyalty, and I'm always I'm big into loyalty also. So I felt that was like uh like he wasn't being loyal to us. Abandonment. Abandonment. I had abandonment issues, yeah. Abandonment. But the more I thought about it as a business, it made sense. And I was like, okay, no problem. It makes sense because, like I said, this is great for the industry. Yeah. And we are uh, – to sacrifice us does make better business sense. No problem. Boom. So we we weren't even anywhere near Eric. We were on the other side of the planet. So I'm saying to myself, we are going to do terribly. We're not going to – we're lucky if we get two or three orders during this whole show. And it was crazy. I, I guess yeah. I don't know the what show happened. opened up the first day and I, I couldn't believe it. We had shops from Texas come. They have a distillery and they came with herfs. And I'm like, guys, like, I don't know why you have all your big herfs. We're handing out cigars. We're going to give you samples. And they're like, no, 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 no. We buy from you. We're from a, a copper shot. And I'm like, OK. And like, we got bottles of booze in here and we love you guys. And they're ex-law enforcement. And I'm like, that's so freaking cool. So I was blown away. I was I was I just yeah. couldn't believe our first day. I'm like, Juan, this is our. Best first day ever. I said, this is the right move. Wow. We're always going to have our own booth. 
Yeah. 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 So I was was shocked. Sometimes things just work out for the best. Yeah, absolutely. And we, and and fortunately there was a birdie that had some inside information and told me where to get the booth. And it was right next to Rick. And our place was also great. Right next to Rick Rodriguez. And he was like the buzz because he had the new West Tampa. Was it in the company? West West Tampa tobacco. West Tampa tobacco. And then we were right next to uh, uh, NFB. So we were in a a really good spot. Yeah, it was was perfect. Yeah, we had a lot of traffic. And the nice, the nice thing, in my opinion, about basically the cut down footprint and the new layout of the the show is even the bad spot is not that bad anymore no yeah right? i don't think any spot i mean bad. Yeah. right because i mean listen it used to be the days no matter how many days i was there i wasn't getting to every corner of the trade show floor it's just not happening right and it's like now like by day two it's like all right we've seen it all right we've went around every corner saw everybody boo so i i, I think like you know in the current format even if you're not centrally located or high traffic located people are still getting around to you no matter what so i i, I think it, it's it's benefited a lot of people the new format i was very shocked to see a lot of new small companies like uh i know that the fda ruling just came down but uh, and, and i know uh, uh the whole fda thing that was happening was keeping a lot of people from opening up but i was shocked how many first time small companies i saw on the floor like really small guys and uh, we know it takes it takes a big expense to do it so you're you're investing some hard-earned money to, that, to that's that the other aspect that, that a lot of people forget and don't realize there's a lot of cigar shops who just aren't involved they're not part of the pca right. they don't right. go to the pca it might take a guy in a cigar shop three four five years before he either figures it out or has the money or has the balls to figure out oh, maybe i should join this right. trade and yeah and go to the show i mean it's it's there's a lot I was of actually, shops. I was actually that, that's a great point, Abe, but I was actually referring to new cigar companies, actually. New new cigar, brand new, new brand, new. brand new brands that I'd never heard of. It was a lot. Even on the manufacturer side. Yeah, the manufacturer side. Yeah. That's a never ending bro, that's a never ending uh phenomenon, man. They're their line cooks a couple months ago and they started a cigar company this week. I see it all the time here in Florida. It's insane. It's like yeah. right, aren't you just doing this like a couple months? Oh no, I have a brand now. I, I get you should see my <laughs> you should see my Facebook Messenger. Hey, can we send some cigars? I mean, I never heard of the brand. Get it all the time. Well, well, Abe, I, I will give you a shout out. And I told you at the show, but it was it was eye opening to me. But I had a shop come up uh, to the booth, and I think they were uh, we had a lot of Texas and Florida and oddly California. And uh, shop came up, and he was like, "Oh," uh, he walks into the booth, and I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" And uh, you want to hear about my brand? He goes like, "No, I'm just here to place an order." I'm like, "Well, that was easy." And I'm like, Why you, no, you know about me? And he goes, no, you guys are legitimate now. He goes, I'm a Cigar of the Month Club buyer from Abe at Smoke In. And you guys have been in multiple times. I like your cigars. I own a shop. I'm bringing you in. And I told you this, Abe. And I was like, are you serious? He goes, yeah, if you're in Abe's uh, Cigar of the Month Club, he goes, you're legitimate. And you're law enforcement. I looked you up. You're, you're happening. Let's have a toast to Abe. That's huge. That's huge. You, so this, you this legitimized another- my company to one shop in the United States. And that's huge. So th- this was a guy who's a retailer now, who's in our Cigar of the Month retailer. Club. Retailer, uh, yeah. I love it. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm a member of your Cigar of the Month Club. I tell everybody, I go, I can try other stuff. Like, let's be real. Like, we own a cigar company, one, and I can smoke our product all day long, and it's the cheapest cigar we're ever going to get. But I want to smoke other stuff. I can't smoke yeah. out of the protocol all yeah. day, every day. Who's right? eating steak every night? I mean, it's just not happening. No, you're not. No, come on. You need to have some chicken or some, you know, whatever. Uh, what was it flounder crab stuff flounder last night for dinner yeah listen before we go to break for especially a lot of people who haven't followed you since the beginning one 
why don't you tell us about the formation of the company, um, how Kevin got involved in the company, and, and, and you know how you guys got to where you're at today really quick as we go into the break. Sure, okay. I'll do the, con the condensed cliff notes. So uh, Bill and I uh, started the company in 2015. Uh, for me, it was just being a nerd and uh, loving and being passionate and going to cigar events. You know, I live right by Famous Smoke Shop up in uh, Eastern Pennsylvania, so that's a big hub, big place. You'd have Rocky, you'd have Jonathan, you have so many people going on there all the time. And I was like only two miles away, so I was I was doing the whole nerd thing, and I really fell in love with this industry, the culture, the lifestyle. And one day, Bill and my my, my friend Bill Ives and I, uh, you guys know Bill, um, we were sitting at, at another friend's, Bill Agathis, is uh, a lounge, and he says, "Why don't you guys make a company?" We laughed a little bit. He said, "No, you you know Juan and Bill, you're both very active on social." And I was. We started. I started social media with cigars. I'm going to be at least 10 years doing that before I even had a company, but that was just my passion. I was doing micro reviews and these sort of things. Anyway, so uh, he's like, why don't you do a, a cigar? And we're like, all right, cool. Let's let's, uh, let's do it. Who are we going to do it with? And back then, of course, I still am. I was a big uh, Lazona fanboy. I reached out to Eric. You know, this this is how I was. I got guys' personal numbers on my cell. Call up Eric. Thinking Eric was going to tell me, no, I'm not doing that. But he was like, yeah, bro, you're a good guy. You guys do a lot for my brand. And you're posting up, boom, boom, boom. So he made the cigar. And Bill and I, and then Bill and I were thought, thinking about what what are we gonna do? How are we gonna stand out? And the only thing you know, we had, Eric makes great cigars, but what's the story? How are we gonna stand out? It's a story, right? Our story was we're cops, so we made it law enforcement based. Fast forward, uh, Bill's a job tells him he has to leave. Uh, the, well, not leave. He was, you want to move up in, in rank? You want to move up? It's kind of political, small department. We don't like you having a cigar company because you're always smoking and drinking on social media. It's not the look we want to have. So he winds up pursuing his career, and and congratulations to him. He made lieutenant, probably going to make higher. So he, he leaves the company. He gets what he wants. And at that time, Kevin was already a, a, a small partner, but he came pulling out the Kevin Ali stuff. You know, go from there. So wow. yeah, when I was I was friends with Bill and Juan when the company started, and I'm in uh, internet security sales as a sales engineer. And I, I saw what the guys were doing. I was best friends with Bill and Juan. And I said, you know what? Every event they would go to, well, I'm going to hang out with you on the weekend anyway. So I'm just going to sell cigars for you. And then I had an opportunity. I, I got approached by another manufacturer and, I, and credit to Juan. Uh, I was going to buy in with them and I won't ever say who it is. But Juan was like, nope, absolutely not. You're with protocol. You're buying in here. So I wow. bought in 25% share. And, um, and then when Bill uh, Gaffis and Bill Ives got out, um we took over the majority so it's just juan and i and uh it was a good opportunity for me um to get into and life was life. never the same again what yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, juan and i uh i, I think we we're, we're, we're yin and yang right I, I bring a different aspect to the company i wouldn't want the same person that i am in this company i would somebody like juan he's a big on social media he's a personality he's crazy he does crazy things right it creates a buzz right As sometimes you have to pull the reins in but uh, but you know, I bring the business aspect, the sales aspect, right? And we have a good, we have a good behind-the-scenes team around us with our sales reps or our accountants um, to make sure the business is running in the right way. But yeah, it's uh, it's been it's been amazing. I, I I I can't imagine if I wake up one day and I hear somebody talking about Protocol Cigars because we sold the company and I'm not behind that camera. And I said that yesterday, and I was like, that would that would be tough for me, right? I'm very passionate about this company and what we're doing, and I'm not in law enforcement. I'm the internet security guy. I'm the internet cop. Um, but I'm very passionate about what Juan did uh, for this country, being at 9-11, being at the mm -hmm. Port Authority and retiring. 
Um, you know, it's, it's that story when I tell it and I'm in sales, I love telling a story. I love being in front of people and talking, but you know, when you tell that story, it resonates big time. You know, you talk about pulling in the reins. It, 2021 and 22 has really been the year of a milder, quieter one. In fact, I pulled them aside at the trade show. Yes. I, private- I heard about this. Yeah. I heard about this. Yeah, yeah. I, I was. I actually got scared. Um, and you're not. You're not the only. You're, you're not the only one that that uh, made a comment about Juan being a little more subdued. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. I don't want you to uh, um, um, forget your train of thought. Go ahead. You, you said no, what you I, said. I was just saying, you know, I mean, I, I, Ron's been at my house. We've eaten together. I know Juan very well. And he's had a lot of life transitions. So I was genuinely concerned. You know, I, I even think I've texted him a couple of times. But, you know, when you text people, you talk to people over the phone, you can't see them face to face. So you don't know if they're telling you the truth or not. You know, so I really just grabbed him at trade show. I said, listen, just want to make sure. Are you all right? You know, I didn't want, I didn't know he was going through a depression. He's like, no, I'm just. You, you got to grow up, Peter Pan. That was, <laughs> his, that was his response. <laughs> and it's, listen, um, you know, I'm, uh, all right, so. Why were you scared? You said you were scared? scared? Or you said no. you were worried when I pulled you aside when you said something? Like, oh, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, so yeah, I'll yeah, tell yeah, you. Yeah. So I'm sitting there relaxing, and then you was like, you know, you, you, to me, you're, I, I have a lot of. I, I like I've said it to Eric, and Eric doesn't like when I say this, but because oh, oh bro, bro, I'm not your father. I could be your brother. It really, would, <laughs> but I, I have certain people in the industry have like a father, like father figures on the manufacturer side because Eric has helped me grow. You know, I got that, and then you, you know, we become friends. And I know we're probably close in age, but there's this, I have a lot of respect for you. I don't know if you know this, but in, in the Spanish culture, when you have certain people that are your mentors and your uh, your elders you have they become almost father figures to you so when you came up to me it was like a, you know a, a father i gotta talk to you so i was like oh my god that's my first thing i was like what did i do, did I do? <laughs> and, and in my mind I'm, I'm, this is my mind what did i do what did I, let me see how did i piss off abe how did i insult him and i'm trying to think i'm trying i don't think i did anything and i'm like Fuck, i don't know i guess we'll find out but it was you know and i appreciate you asking me but the, the gist of it is you know, as as cops, like especially when you're working as a cop, we all know we're one day away, one bad event from not being around anymore. It could be a terrorist attack, it could be getting shot, and cops get killed all the time. And so we live life to the fullest, and we are having a good time. And when and that, you know, cops work very hard, but they play very hard too. That's why we have the highest divorce rates, and we're all fucked up. It is what it is. I saw cops because they they deal with so much crazy shit that that's how we internalize it. Right. And we, right. I'm sorry. I can't curse. Cause no, you can't, you can, you can curse. Okay. Good. All right. So we, we go through so much crazy stuff that we have to really, uh, and, and the thing is the, the thing about cops and firemen or these first, they don't go to get help. They don't get therapy. They don't do nothing. They, cause it's a sign of weakness in our culture, our subculture. If you see something, you can see a baby decapitated and you, you're supposed to be, you should be, you're supposed to be going to the next job of, a. A bird in a tree and be okay, but you know, or a cat in a tree and be okay, but it, it really or 9/11. Think, look, look at the things of 9/11. Like I never went and and the things that I saw, like boots with people's feet in it, people's arms, fingers. Like I'm walking around in the rubble trying to save it's all this stuff in my 20 years. Right, right. And you, you know, again, it's weakness if you go get help. And I to this day I've gotten no help, and it's just I I, I lock. We all do. All cops do. We all and to as was quick. Quick toast to those guys out there that are doing this every day, and you guys are, are, are the backbone of this society, and you guys don't 
shrivel up when when an explosion happens everybody's running away we're running towards it our first responders so respect to our first responders but you know mm-hmm. none of us get help we don't get help we just internalize it how well, what are we trying to we either get addicted to sex we get addicted to drugs we get no well not really drugs but alcohol but some of the guys do do That's drugs bad. whatever it is you do you find something to release that stress and and what i was doing especially while i was active i was still living that mindset so i would drink to excess and do stupid shit and then when i retired i'm like i'm not in there no more and then you just get older you try to mature and plus you know i do love this company and while i do want to be known as a fun i don't want to be known as this, as this you know, like like jack Terrano called me up like we were walking from the pool he called me up hey and he was waiting jack was waiting for me to have something where it was <laughs> it was the one can sell show and I, I didn't do it. I was no. Nah, don't get me wrong. I drank, but I wasn't. No, like, we had. Listen, to me, we had fun. You, we, you yeah. know, in the pool. We, you know, it was uh, uh, the. You know, but it wasn't a spectacle. You know, and but all the spectacle. But we privately with some friends, and we had a really good time in the pool. But it didn't get out of control. I guess the alcohol hit us like like a Mack truck. <laughs> I don't remember the walk from the elevator to the room i, I don't i barely remember getting back to my room don't like i said so, i remember jen being in the elevator jack with me Tanya and calls her. me up jack trying calls me up and said oh my god poor tanya she's she's trying to help you and you're a big dude you almost fell three times we all sat there and watched the one can sell show so i was like listen at least you get one at least you get one day of it you know but as compared as compared to i was doing it every day so now I just you know i'm just trying to be more mature it took me, you know, 49 years to grow up a little bit, but I'm, I'm getting But it's there. funny, like, you're you're not crazy and over the top, and everyone's like, is one okay? Like, yeah, one's fine. He's good. <laughs> I mean, listen, Better than he's ever been. Look, I'm, yeah. I'm, also, I'm also that guy. I don't like, I mean, listen, we've all had friends or know people who went into depression, right? And you don't want to be that guy where, like, you saw all the signs and you never said nothing. So I said, yep. you know, no, and that, and that's being I'm there. Person. Let me pull him aside. Let me just make sure that that's what it is. And yeah. he's not going through something more serious. And, you know, he assured me and. We had a great talk, and then we ended up hanging out at the pool uh, actually that afternoon or the next day. So, hammer, hammer in the pool, <laughs> hammer in the pool. <laughs> All right, well, we got to go to break. We got a lot of stuff coming up now. We're going to talk about to the guys about some of their new projects, new cigars. Um, we got um, name that jam. We got uh, would, would you, you rather? rather? And we have an announcement, I believe, for season five of Teal the Tapes. So we got a lot coming up. It's going to be a short break. Don't go anywhere. Keep it lit. Phenomenal. 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 <laughs> Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. Celebrating 85 years of success, the Monte Cristo 1935 Anniversary Nicaragua is a tribute to the outstanding accomplishments the brand has achieved since their inception. Receiving multiple awards such as the number two cigar of the year in 2021 for Cigar Aficionado, 2021's Best Cigar for Cigar Snob Magazine, and three more prestigious awards, the Monte Cristo 1935 Anniversary Nicaragua comes from the creative minds of Rafael Nadal, AJ Fernandez, and the Grupe de Maestros. This full-body Nicaraguan Puro pays homage to the original tobaccos that were used in the very first Monte Cristo cigar that was ever produced. Flavor notes you'll detect while smoking this gem are pepper, cedar, and chocolate, which pairs perfectly with a cappuccino. 
No matter what four sizes you pick, this classic smoke will send you on a trip down memory lane and all the way back to 1935. The H Oven, Nicaragua by AJ Fernandez. The original versus the heritage. What's the difference between the two? The H Oven Nicaragua AJ Fernandez Heritage. The story of AJ Fernandez coming from Cuba, raised by his grandmother out there, has a lot of love for the country, but also he loves tobacco and he loves his new area where he bought his farm called Finca La Lilia, named after his grandmother, Farm of Lily. So he's got the love of tobacco, he's got the love of Cuba, and he's got the love of, of Nicaragua. Let's put them all together. So that tells the story of this triple fermented Brazilian Matafina wrapper and AJ estate grown Nicaraguan binders and fillers, creating a beautiful array of some sweetness, soft leather, a little bit of spice with nice aroma notes of black pepper and earth tones. We hope you go out and enjoy this one that it really tells the story of AJ, his love of Cuba, Nicaragua, and H Oven. So please go out and try one. I think you'll thoroughly enjoy it. H Oven, Nicaragua, AJ Fernandez, Heritage. God, that's such a hard break back. We really got to think of something for that. Just you got to send me that video. I can. Yeah, just do a little fade out or something. Fade it out so you know it's going hard. Um, I don't know if it happened on accident or not, but did you purposely go back to the show after that clip, or did you just fumble? Because I, I, I'm I'm pretty sure it was accident because you're not that talented. But where the talent would have came was you should have left it on a little bit longer. They were laughing their asses off. It was a good. Uh, you know, it was funny because we I can see them in the background, me and Paul, and they started talking and then they heard the first phenomenal and both zoomed in. Yeah. Yeah. Does it record the background stuff? No, no. Oh, no. so bad, man. That was funny. That was shocking. Like we started <laughs> talking. We were talking and because we had a, we have logistics, we have a million logistics going on because pool parties. They both went like this with the glasses. <laughs> That was, that was actually, well done. I... Actually, play that one more time. I love that clip. Okay. That, that's a great <laughs> clip. Phenomenal. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Good Some job. Of my best work. Great. That is great. That is actually epic. That was all Alex. That but I love, I love that we we got, we got to show the. I got, we got to grab the clip of that little two seconds where you just they're both cracking up. It was great. I would have left it for a second or two. Um. So up up next, we're gonna test your musical acumen. Um. Either of you boys can join in on this. this is it's this is our name our jam segment. Brought to you by Abu Cigars. We're going to see if Juan can sell or Kevin can name that jam. Guys, this is very simple. Yes. 
there, there's a little caveat to this segment. Okay. This you guys can only answer by singing the jam. Oh, I like oh, it. God. I like it. So the, In fairness, the, it's a layup, but you can only answer by singing the jam. So they both have to sing it. All right, so our very own DJ, the Scallion Spinner, Paul DeGracco, is going to now play a very short segment for you. And you guys are going to have to see if you can actually know what the song is and name that jam. Hit it, Paul. Let's sing it. What, what you gonna, gonna do when they come, come for you? A body boy, bing bong bay day. I don't know. Bing bong bong bay. Bop bop bady. I don't know. I knew that was content filled. It it was a layup, but I think Alex just wanted to see them sing the song. So, <laughs> let's confirm. Did they name that jam, Paul? Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys. They have they did. You both have correctly named that jam. Thank you for our cigars for sponsoring that segment. Uh, always a fun episode to name that jam. All right, projects. Uh, a lot. Of, you got a couple of new things. You got the Lou Lawman series. Also, uh, tell us a little bit about your uh, Johnny Un- uh, Smokes Uncut project. You got the F Train. I'll let Kevin go. Right? Yeah, F Train. A Train. F Train. Yeah. Is this, this going to be a series of trains? Is that where we're going with this? Real quick. So, um. I'm gonna let him talk about the. Maj- can you guys the, hear that? The music. The bass. Yeah, we can hear the yeah. bass. Shit, can I'm gonna have to go I tell can. them. No, it's okay. It's okay. I, I don't hear. I yeah, I all don't right. hear it either. I think I think we are. Right. Okay, okay, so we're, yeah. we're, all right. So I'm sorry because again, this is going live. We're, 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 we're the whole party is kicking off right now. Like yeah. Him. Anyway, so so uh, Johnny smokes uncut. Um, how, how, tell me the story with the train. How did we go from Johnny the J? Because with J, uh, John Johnny Reamer. Smokes was always called J Train. Okay, so Reamer's nickname is J Train. Is J Train. So when we did this cigar, this was like our maybe fourth or fifth cigar for different. Um, so I always tell the story real quick. Um, we believe because I came from social media. We believe in cigar social media. So a lot of these cigar groups, like Fat Ash. Uh, distinguished ruffians all they're very important to us as a company because that's where we came from and we were members so we have done cigars for these companies we've done for fat ash smokehouse gorillas uh uh sheepdog Sheepdog. we've done a few cigars for some of these companies battleborn battleborn also but they're more a military thing but anyway so uh johnny johnny's a good friend of ours he lives in our area we hang out with him all the time uh creates the, the 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 group uh johnny smokes uncut Johnny smokes uncut, right? Yes, yes. because he was always he was always doing uncut. Actually, that CI. that 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 was born at a commercial that we did for the CI Confidential Informant. We did this little, we did a, a an exclusive cigar for Cigars International called the Confidential Informant, and they did this promo commercial. And Johnny was the informant, and his nickname was Johnny Smokes. Yeah, and that's how I think that was kind of born. That was born. Born from a commercial that we did, but really took off. We have. Great engagement, great guy, just really good people. I'm gonna let him talk about more. So what happened was his nickname was a train. And everything we do has to have some sort of law enforcement theme to it. So I'm thinking to myself, how are we gonna take this, you know, Johnny? And I thought I said, okay, J Train. So let's make it New York Transit, because I'm from New York. New York Transit, New York transit yeah. trains, and we put like a transit police thing. We made a and now that's become like the transit site. So the first one was the J train, an actual real train in Manhattan. Uh, F train, a real, tra- a real, real train. The ne- all the trains we're gonna do are gonna be real trains within New York City, and nobody else is doing trains in New York, so we're, we're good. Yeah, I'll let you talk about uh, Johnny Smokes and Cut. 
Yeah, so we got about uh, like 4,800 members right now. I do a podcast with John every Thursday and Sunday. Um, big supporter of us, and we interview everybody in the cigar industry. And yes, yeah, so Abe cool. on there one day. Yeah, we could have we could have Abe. We're actually getting Coop. Okay, Coop's cool. going to be on the show. Cool. So uh, yeah, we're excited about that. But we interview everybody, and I call it co-opetition. You know, when I talk about you know John's group, it's it's about engagement. And it's about, you know, getting our message out as protocol, but also getting out the cigar industry message and what everybody else is doing. Right. You're not going to smoke protocol every day. Uh, no, do we want you to. No. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, uh, you know, it's just a great group. John's one of my best friends. So we came out with uh, Juan said with the F train and then we followed that up or sorry, the J train originally and then the F train. And uh, they've been a, a major success. Now the F train is available on smoke in dot com right there all you guys watch it you guys want to try it guys are out there uh, very nice blend beautiful i'm getting we're we're, well we're both of us are getting amazing reviews on that cigar so uh we're excited about it and partnering with john and just engaging with the cigar community and that and that platform on facebook i I believe alex you got an introductory offer on as one of our new products to smoke in correct i do i do use code new 22 new 22 save yourself an additional 10 percent. try out the new look at that that's awesome. And, and we're talking about him. But of course, John is uh, MIA. He decided to go to CI this morning, but he really? slept here last night. Yeah, I text him. And uh, but he could have made a cameo appearance. Right but, here. you know, opportunity lost. Once again, John, opportunity lost. But he's coming. But to the, he's coming to the pool party. Yeah, he, he's been here. Yeah, 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 he's staying here. There it is. There's, oh, look that's, at that. a, that's oh, a great he's shot. Gonna that's be beautiful. Dying. He's going to be dying when he misses. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's yeah like he's a beautiful here. shot. Who was that? I was all Alex. I could tell. Alex, that was all you? You yeah, know. I could tell. What the hell is that tell. supposed to mean? <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, come on, Paul. You really don't do shit. Let's be real. No, no. Paul's got a great radio voice. And then Paul. Alex and everything else. <laughs> Paul, Paul sounds like making stuffed animals. Uh, so, um, so we got the F train going on. Send us and in then the comments. Got... Oh, he's almost there. there. Oh, he almost there. there. Oh, apparently he's listening in because he was probably worried if we so, didn't talk about him. So uh, besides the F train, we got the uh, talking about the crime scene unit. So, all right. So I love uh, the way Juan framed it. And I, you know, at any good salesperson, you steal the, uh, the talk track. So when we started, well, when Juan and Bill started protocol, they came out with an ultra full bodied, full flavored cigar with that protocol blue, that Ecuadorian Habano, a squirrel wrapper and that Habano binder and quadruple Harrow. And then one really wanted Mexican San Andreas. Lovely. That was a hot wrapper. And I think, you know, it was it was sort of like kind of taking off. Uh, I know uh, Eddie Ortega had a Serie B with that and it was kind of taken off. And one's like, I need Mexican San Andreas. So Eric came out with the probable cause, the protocol with uh, Bill and Juan. So we went to every show. It was we have full and fuller, strong and stronger. And everybody was asking, do you have dark a mild, and darker. dark and darker, right? Do you have something light? Do you have something mild? And then we followed that up with our previous partner, Bill uh, Agathis, wanted just a mild cigar. And I'm like, look, the market's crying for it. Like, we have to come out with something mild. I know it's not in your wheelhouse, but it's a business. So came out with the Themis, followed that up with the official misconduct, which is a medium. And then we followed that up with my cyber crimes unit in the core line. And that's like a mild, mild, uh, or sorry, a medium, medium plus. And we kind of got soft right in that core line right we had it in the lawman series but we wanted to go back to the roots and uh we're coming out with the crime scene unit and that's going to be a nicaraguan maduro and it's going to be powerful full strength full-bodied 
So we want to go back to the roots of protocol, and I think this back is the right time to do it. Back to in the mouth, real yeah. dark Maduro, because we haven't had a true Maduro since in the core line since the probable cause. So we're going to go pitch black, Nicaraguan, um, Maduro, uh, a lot of Lijero, I've told Hector to blend that thing. I want it a lot of Lijero. I want a lot of, yeah. I, want, I want it to punch people in the mouth. This, thing's gonna, this thing's going to be a powerhouse. You, you want to go back to our Everybody roots. thinks we got soft, but we're going to punch you right back in the mouth. <laughs> show we, still have. we have the Lawman series with the naturals. And, and the I forgot, the Themis is actually one of our best sellers. You know, the Themis like, is our best seller. It is our best seller. And um, we did that because of the the, 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 the consumer, the, the what do you call the, uh, demand. the demand was there. And it's great. I, and I ever once in a while, I smoke it too, and it has coffee, and it's nice with coffee. Look who just showed up! Quick. Look who just showed up! Get, get your we called uh, him out. Get called him out. Right here. Put it right here. There, there it is. is. What's we, up, gents? <laughs> we just called out your cigar on yeah, smoke. I, I, I was listening. I was listening. <laughs> yeah. Mr. John Train himself. What's up, guys? Train. Just in time, man. Almost there. He wasn't kidding. Now listen. Historically, the F train has been the latest. Train ever in the history of all New York City trains, and without saying that's how that's why he's here late. Is it not true? <laughs> Did somebody post that? F train is the latest train, train ever. Yes. In New York City, <laughs> all, all the stats train. came out. F train is the latest train. Of I can one thousand percent believe that that train is, that is always true. late. It's true. I mean, no, no disrespect to Johnny, but don't you got girls there in bikinis, and and we get stuck with Johnny behind you? It's a family show. It's a family show. It's a family show. We can uh, make that happen. This is an adult entertainment show. All right. There are no kids watching the show. We're going to be here for another one. Find Janelle, get her in bikini. Find Janelle and tell her to come down. And we'll split. We'll like this, and she'll she'll be right here in the middle. She was sitting on the side over here. So now, but, yeah, we'll get her. Tell us a little bit about the history of this pool party since now we're bringing in everybody. That's, that's a great story. Because, I'm like, because these girls, these girls are now like part of the pool party every year. They've been there before, yes. yeah. Yeah, we have a great partnership with uh, Go Girls Entertainment. So I'll give you the history. So I wanted to have my friends at my house, and you know, I was a part of Protocol Cigars. Never, 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 never a good idea. <laughs> right. So I mean, hey, if one friend and his family, one thing. Right. 30 40 no that's what i'm saying yeah, absolutely that's never a good idea right. but like i have i have i have a nice house i have this beautiful in-ground pool and a nice property and uh you know i'm uh single now but you know i was you know married at the time and that's what having have 30 friends over at your house does kevin <laughs> yeah. right. was it the so, pool yeah, party that, that initiated that yeah helps lead down yeah, that road probably so so it turns out that i was like well wait a minute she can't say no if it's my birthday so I go to Juan, I'm like, hey, I'm thinking, like, I'm going to tell, you know, not my ex, but I'm like, I'm going to tell her, like, we're doing a pool party. It's my birthday. I'm going to invite a select few of friends or whatever. So I tell Juan, and we promote it as protocol pool party, and we take a bunch of pictures. I got a nice property. We turn the speakers up. I got an outside sound system. So I invited, I like, 25 here. people. I just need to interject here real quick because it's in the moment. It's important because I, I employ a lot of men who are younger than me who are in mar you know early marriages, relationships. I always like to give advice. So I, I just need to throw a disclaimer in there, right? Kevin's strategy is a strategy that men often take. She can't say no. But what they forget is she can't say bye. <laughs> she may not be able to say no, Kev, but they could say bye. Say bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so true. continue, yeah, please. Happens, it's okay. So, so, so then, uh, you know, we invite like 25 people, like close friends, all of a sudden 40 people show up and people got butt hurt because they didn't get an invite. Oh, I thought I was your friend. I'm like, dude, we're just trying to do something small, but everybody's posts on social media. So 
the next year we invite 45. All right, we may have missed a few. 75 people show oh, up. Jesus. The cops showed up. I mean, it was it got way too much for my house. And I said, Juan, we obviously have enough of demand that we could do a ticketed event and we need to find a venue. And uh, this was during the heat of COVID. And I know it was covered on here with you and Coop. And uh, we did it at the uh, Oak Tree Lodge the first year. Wasn't the best venue for it, but it was the venue that was available. And then we had a good friend that got married here at the Chelsea Sun Inn. This place, I mean, if you just see like the ship behind us, it's an old mansion, nine bedrooms. Uh, the rooms are absolutely amazing. 200 acre property. They have an in-ground beautiful pool. They got a hot tub. It's like you know an Olympic-sized hot tub. It's not you know small by any means. They got the tent. We we do a camping option here where we I actually pay thousand dollars to put a tent over your tent if you want to camp out for the weekend. We've got Jeff Brown from Best or, or from uh, CigarSamplers.com here camping out the entire weekend. We've got uh, a bunch of other guys, Chigger, that does the Nathan's Hot Dog Competition. We sponsor him. A competitive eater, yeah. Competitive eater. He does the Nathan's Hot Dog Competition. He's camping out the entire weekend. My brother's going to be camping out. So uh, we, we take advantage of all 200 acres at this place, but it's absolutely amazing. All you can eat, all you can drink. We had a one-man band that destroyed it last night. Awesome is, this a, is this a ticketed event? Yes. Yeah, this is ticketed event. So yeah, for for if you do the early bird special for today, Saturday, guys got for hundred and seventy five dollars ten pack of protocol cigars, rare cigars. Then you're gonna get all you can eat from Hillside Barbecue. We have a pig. It's branded protocol cigars. Uh, Ricky over there, she uh, she does us uh, does us right with the pig. We have uh, the DJ Jason Linnerman is uh, kicking off right now. And then we have uh, Dear Anna, one of the local uh, cover bands in the area, will absolutely destroy it and take us into the evening. So yeah. all you can eat, all you can all drink. You can eat. Just we got time. we got kegs of beer on tap. We've got ten bottles of Pat McCann whiskey. We got a partnership with them. They're going to be selling whiskey here on site today. So uh, yeah, we, we we got a lot of partnerships. And then of course we we partner with Go Girls Entertainment. What they do is uh, and we're also doing this. We did. The show, the show that Protocol does uh, a sponsor health. This is the world championship for the, the biggest loser. Protocol weight so loss. So going into pool party, we all we all have a competition. Are we going to be this. fit? Are we I wasn't part of it. I didn't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a judge. I'm a judge. I'm not. I'm not eligible. But we did a weight loss challenge coming into the pool party because I would always give John Reamer. Uh, a bunch of crap and i'm like uh dude you're eating pizza you're eating cheesy poofs like dude pool party you gotta be in shape you want to be in shape so uh we did do a weight loss challenge to get some fitness into the into the game but so, yeah so basically in a way it's almost like a customer appreciation but not really because you know it's, it's like kind of like lozano pollute you know we don't have the money to say we're gonna we're gonna take this on i'm sorry we're a small very small yeah we got a charge very small boutique company you know we try to do the best we can but we want to hey. do whether you charge or not, the amount of work and headache that goes into putting something like oh, that is God, appreciation within itself. Trust me. Yeah. yeah. So we're trying to do something just to, you know, like I see a lot of companies doing this. I know like uh, 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 Roma Craft has Weasel Risty. Fest. Risty has Risty Fari. You know, uh, um, Eric does, of course, Lazona Palooza, which for a, a little bit of fact, I was the one that named it Lazona Palooza. I never get credit for it, but I was the one that made that name happen i was the one that came up with it but eric will never tell you that but i'm telling you that right now <laughs> bro 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 uh what else and a lot of these companies are doing it. i think it's a cool thing 
to do and just to really interact with your super fans and it's a way to give back and believe me would i love to one day do like eric where you know eric uh uh everybody plays plays their you know airfare hotel and then he covers the rest. i would love to do that but you know we can't do that so we're too small but yeah we're a small company and this is year technically officially this is year three but it's really year five we've been, right we've been doing two it years was at years. my house yeah. but that that was unofficial I, I think it's an amazing time I was, I was paying for that out of my pocket right. protocol wasn't paying for that and i'm no. like one like it cost me like five grand it's to like lot, have yeah. everybody at my house with 75 people and yeah. catering and everything it was like all right we're, we're getting out of the all right i think uh we got a we, we, we got a surprise coming we got a yeah, surprise we got a surprise coming, coming so uh, it's happening we well it'll almost. be in a minute so in a minute it'll take two seconds but anyway so i don't know i just think it's a we think as a company it's a great idea we're going to continue to do it as long as we can and i think it's just good because in reality you know you travel the country a little bit or whatever and you you do these events but you throw an event like this with a year we're in events people could take off of work travel and we got people that are you know, some people here staying in the nice suites, you know, depending up there how, how things go. We got people staying in hotels. We got people staying in the camping, people doing Airbnbs and, and people from all over the country that maybe we don't see all the time. How many, come people, together. How many people are there? I would say for yesterday was like 45, 50 at the well, VIP yesterday, yesterday was what, the VIP dinner? The VIP, yeah, it was dinner, a VIP dinner, white on. It was great. It was we did a white attire party. You know, it was so, really cool. There's some pictures yeah, out there. You'll see the pictures, but yeah, it was uh, cool. I came up with this idea because my company, for my day job, internet security, we were in Greece, and they said, "Oh, we're doing a white attire party," and the pictures just turned out amazing. And I, when Juan said, "Oh, we're going to do VIP night," because it, you know, funny story, we were here last year, and they were like, "We love that you guys are doing a cigar event. It's not a wedding." And it's so much easier for us if you guys do the cigar event because you guys are self-sufficient, you know, have Bridezilla, whatever. And uh, when they called me up and they were like, hey, do you want next year? Here's the weekend that would be the same. And I said, yeah. And he goes, will you take Friday? And I go, dude, I'm not going to pay that money for Friday. Like, I'm only going to do Saturday. And he goes, no. He goes, I'm going to give you for a crazy discount. So we got this place at an unbelievable steal. And I said, well, Juan, we have the place for Friday. Like, I'll stay here myself if I'm the only one. And he was like, no, we'll do a regal event, a VIP dinner. We start at five. That gives Did us Juan time. Why use the word here. regal? Regal, yeah. Oh, because of the, the Lawman series. series. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. We're so all dressed very nice. We're all, all dressed I'll, nice. I'll the pictures are nice. absolutely over the top. And, uh, you know, we had we had a, a higher-end catering company uh, come last night. We did uh, bottles of wine on the table for everybody. We had uh, Pat McCann whiskey for everybody. So here's just, a picture of uh, of John, myself, and oh, look uh, at that. So there was a lot of pinky ups. I'm gonna assume last night. Yeah, it's a pinky it was, up. Just, just a good, yeah. good. It was a good, good. time. One man the guy was just super. I still chill. wish we were doing it. It was just a good time. Here's, yeah. here's the entire group. These are the men. Yeah, these are just these are just the guys. We did a men and girl. I don't, I don't, but you can see how many. It was just a good yeah, time. It's a beautiful property. Yeah. Like I said, 200 acres. Um, yeah, it's it. This place is over the top, and they and they love us here. And and like I said, we have a pool, a hot tub. So today, everyone's going to be using that. Um, but we have a good partnership here with uh, the Chelsea Sun, and I'll use them uh, again in the future for sure. Maybe we'll send Paul up there one year to cover it. You got you got to come up. Nice. You, you, we you could can't do imagine. Paul because sit right here next yeah. to us. I'll have uh, <laughs> we have dogs running around. We can have dogs because yeah, dog Alex was here. I'd have a nice, respectable hot chick sitting on his lap. <laughs> but if, since you're gonna send Paul, I'll have some puppies. I'll have some puppies sit on and a cat sit on his hat. No, no cat. 
I like how he just discounts Alex. You know he is in a relationship. He has a baby with a woman. Wait he may second. as well be married, yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> Did I say anything about hooking up? I said No, but you got a married. woman in Alex's lap, and what do you got with Paul? Uh, yeah, just... why don't I get a lap? Yeah. I want a woman in my lap. Because <laughs> you, you, you like dogs. I'm gonna... My wife's a hell of a lot less <laughs> jealous. Than I Alex is, about, I'm sure. about you like dogs, and and I think Alex is a regular dude. He likes, you know, not to, Alex like is a regular dude. Paul, you are not a regular. <laughs> what is going on here today? Oh god! Oh my gosh! Uh, All right, tell us about. Let's get back to the cigars before we get Coop on here. Tell us about your new Lawman series. Uh, I'm going to wait for a second. Oh, my God. I got to wait. Wait. All right. So we got we got something special for you guys right now. This is just some of the I don't know. Ambiance. The word is ambiance. Beautiful young lady. You see? Wait, wait, wait. Leave us full screen for a moment. First of all, before we even do that, let's introduce. She's a beautiful young lady from Go Girls Entertainment. So. Tell the people a little bit about your company and, and what you let me do. let me let me open it up first. So, so we had uh, uh, our pool party and we started doing a ticketed event. And I said, Juan, we've got like ten thousand guys. If you go to any cigar event, they have girls doing raffle tickets, helping out at the table, right, selling stuff. So we have a, a contact over at Cigars International. So Janelle actually runs Go Girls Entertainment, and she uh hires all the girls that do their cigar fest previously it's it's over now so So we hired her to do our protocol pool party every year this is our third year now that we've hired janelle and i've hired her for private events she supplied me uh girls to do cut and lights um at you know music fest in our area and different events so she's absolutely amazing but janelle you can introduce hold on well i know i'm sexy but nobody (laughs) wants Nobody's coming here. The to viewing see world. Look, I know this is a lot of sexiness here, but it's look at this and then look at this. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I started the company 13 years ago. Um, I noticed that there was a lack of diversity within events sometimes. So we work anything from corporate events, so weddings, nightclubs, casinos, you name it. If you need a pretty girl there, I got it pretty much taken care of. Um, specialty acts as well. So fire, uh, hula hoop, pole dance. Nice contortionists, literally anything. And we're nationwide too. We, so we, we have, love to travel. We have we have a we have a little poll show. You know, classy, classy. But All Janelle classy. will be uh she has her poll out there. And the biggest thing that we have to worry about, there's two rules at poll party. Don't push anybody in the poll because we had an issue last year where somebody went in with their keys and uh cell phone, John Reamer, sorry. Yeah. And uh we do have the poll out there and I made many announcements. Do not touch the poll. Janelle is the only one that's allowed to be on the poll later this evening, and she'll be doing a show for us. She is classically trained pole dancer. So <laughs> it's not a joke. She's serious. She yes. takes classes, and if you follow her on social media, she does the most amazing. She will be upside down with a cigar in her it mouth. It is crazy. Clothes. Like yeah. if I did that, the pole would fall on <laughs> the concrete. I was going to say, there's got to be a weight limit on the pole. Listen, Juan, if you do that, I'm claiming the pay-per-view rights. 300 pounds. Right here, I'm claiming the pay-per-view rights. Don't get on the pole. Janelle, if any of our listeners are following, what's the website they can go to to look up your services and what you offer? Go Girls Entertainment, and girls is spelled G-U-R-L-Z. Um, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook. We do have the website. Or Google it, Go Space G-U-R-L-Z. Go Girls. Yep. Go Girls, yeah, and entertainment. You can find me on, on Ophelia. Yeah. Yes, thank you. 
Ophelia underscore Jin is where you can follow my personal page where I pretty much post everything I do. <laughs> yeah, she's always doing photo shoots. She's always at her studio. She uh, does some great stuff yeah, like beautiful. Carnival. I've seen with and using cigars, and, and she's always yeah. posting with cigars. Obviously, protocol because we have a partnership with her, so it's been a, it's been a good. So keep keep me on the big screen before she goes. Oh, put me back on the big screen. Back on the big. So let's I'll just, again. Juan, the director. See it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's show it. Ready? Go. Give your hand. Now do the same move you did before. There it is. Look, you see, this is what you're missing, guys. Well, you round of applause. For all, clean, fine. All, all clean, fine. All clean. You literally couldn't personify the phrase a rose between two thorns better than that picture. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right, darling. Thank you. Say bye, everybody. Thank bye, you. Seriously, literal rose between two thorns. Before we yeah. get our man coupon, let's hit the Lawman series. We want to talk about it yes, real sir. Quick. Okay, so the real Lawman quick. series. Yes, newest Lawman series. So, uh, year five of us being in the business, we wanted to do something special, something different. We wanted to just do a total change of what our regular, you know, now we call the core line looks like. So we did the Lawman series. It's a more regal line. So we did the so Robert Peel. We did the uh, uh, Elliot Ness. And to show diversity in law enforcement, we decided to do last year's release was the Bass Reeves, first black in law enforcement. Continuing with the diversity in law enforcement, we're doing the first female law enforcement. Her name was Phoebe Cousins, and she was the first female U.S. Marshal, and she was also the first female uh, lawyer, lawyer in the United States history. Yep. So again, continuing with the diversity, we're doing females. And it's it's an honor to do it. You have a thing. pink band, pink, pink band, real pink vista, very beautiful. So, yeah, uh, natural Maduro. Like we like we actually have some samples here. We're giving some samples to some of the guys here to try, and we're very proud of it. You know, the Loman series is our 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 way. Like you know, we're all fun and games, but we want to show that we can do the traditional regal look like everybody else does. But I I think if we would have came out with the Loman series look first, we would have failed. But when we came out with the protocol core line is a very modern artistic new wave kind of look very different and the colors pop the p pops everything the whole thing is like something P-pops. that regardless regardless of how you feel about law enforcement if you walk into a cigar shop and you see that on the shelves it just it looks nice like oh what is this and you come and look at it because that's one of the things we, we designed it to make it look a little different and it's a great look, but if we would have came out, I think with the Lawman series and my person, I'm gonna ask Abe his personal opinion about that. I don't think we would have done as well as if we're doing one thing and then we popped up totally different, just blew it out the box, came out with the Lawman series, regal, you know, finished, edged box, felt old school with the medallions in the side, like really nice. It just I think it really helped us to grow, and it's been a great. We cannot keep those and and no, those we can't keep them in stock. And AJ's making those under the La Salatano factory and in Ocatal, uh, Nicaragua. So basically, in the same place that AJ makes uh, Eric's some of his 601s and Laurent stuff, so it's basically still under the Espinosa umbrella, but produced at San Latano factory. And when uh, when, are those, when are those expected to hit the stores? We want them to hit in October. It was technically supposed to be for the show, but we didn't have a dress box for the show. So unfortunately it is what it is. And I had a conversation with AJ and AJ and I over the years become great friends. I've stayed at his personal house, not the, not the one he puts everybody, the other one he has in, in Esteli. And we have each other's number. He calls me once and I called him up and he goes, Juan, I love you like, like a brother. You're good people. You're my friend. I'll do anything for you. However, I cannot like, I gotta, I'm so, and, and this is the industry. We're so back back ordered 
that he has to put out this, all the other stuff, all the cigars. He's, like, what's he going to do? He's going to put in 500 boxes for me or he's going to do 50,000 for somebody else. You know, I, I get it and I understand it. So us being the size that we are, uh, I stop trying to go crazy over things I can't control. So whenever we get it, we yeah. get it. But supposedly it's projected for October. But look, look, look at, look at, let's, let's take, be, be realistic. The Bass Reeves supposed to come out in July of last year. We didn't get them to our warehouse uh, until J January. Is it a good chance these cigars might come out in January also? I, I want to say yes. I hope not. I hope pushing, not. We're pushing but, but it is what it is. The important question is will they ship in Hyundai boxes? <laughs> <laughs> That's the question. Abe, Abe, somebody, uh, Juan, somebody who Juan really follows Juan. us, somebody who really follows us in the show today, put hashtag Juan can't ship. That's a two-year-old <laughs> hashtag at least. So well, a Hyundai box there. is not your uh, Hyundai box is not the worst thing. I've I've shipped. Uh, Juan likes his uh, butt wipes at the office. Cottonelle butt wipes. Cottonelle butt wipes. I'm into and, recycling. And we recycled, and I'm like, Juan, I can't believe we're going to use this box to ship out, and it'll be a friendly shop. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I wouldn't do it to this. You know. Yeah, I wouldn't do it to this anybody. But yeah, Cottonelle butt wipes. Uh, you might get protocol shipment in one of those. Yeah. Never, never. <laughs> we recycle. Never. We recycle. Small company. Small company. If it, if, if it was up to me, I would do away with actual wooden box and just do paper, because price point number one and and the, and the environmental impact also but the industry will never go to paper bundles but it would make sense for me or cardboard yeah. start you know, recycled cardboard, cardboard instead of yeah breaking how, how what are you guys what are the what is the average guy what are you doing, are you with, doing with all those amazon packages and i'm like one we have to recycle and previously like when bill ives was in the company you know he was like we can't ever use those boxes we can't ship with that and i'm like we're recycling like why is this a problem like, does the shop really care what the box comes in? You chuck it out at the end of the day. Recycle it. We're recycling it. I'm like, I get 10,000 Amazon packages at my house every day. I'm like, why not recycle? So, so a little pointer here, just a little thing that goes along. You just might want to make a little sticker that says protocol cares. We recycle <laughs> and put it on those boxes. That way we just make don't. It, you know what? I will, I will go, I will go to sticker mule and I will make those. I like I'll, I'll get those stickers. That's and it. Put them all over. That's little cheap. protocol yeah. cares. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, mule sauce. Oh yeah, yeah, mule, oh, yeah, nice. yeah, sticker mule. Oh, I got, I got with I got, every I got order of stickers. They said sticker mule sends a bottle of hot sauce. Gotta love the hot sauce, and it's good hot sauce. It is. All right, it's it's that time, man. Let's see where the our our, our man Coop this week. What he's got going on? Because it's time for the Coop with Scoop. Hey, yo, what's my theme music? The Scoop with Coop. Breaking industry news. Hear it first on KMA Talk Radio and cigar-coop.com. Coop. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Coop. Uh, how, how is it going, everybody? Uh, we are in another way, best way to start our Saturday with KMA Talk. Absolutely. Absolutely. Himself to bring us all the tidbits of what's going on in the cigar verse. No, that's good. And, and it actually was kind of a lighter week just because a lot of the PCA stuff is releasing. So I'll get right into it. There was, I have three items this week. This first item is not a product related thing, but it was kind of an interesting um, announcement from the PCA. The PCA sent out a press release announcing an alliance with the Boutique Cigar Association. Ooh. Now, Gabby Caffey, who founded the, the Boutique Cigar Association, he was at the PCA this year. 
Um, and he was at the La Aurora booth because La Aurora is making his cigars. He wasn't exhibiting, but he was there. And I guess he was in, uh, observing and uh, watching. And, I, and this announcement, while I'm not really sure of all the details of this alliance, there's two, two takeaways I took from it. Number one is that the PCA is kind of for the first time publicly recognizing the Boutique Cigar Association. And the second thing is it sounds like they're going to make plans for the Boutique Cigar Association to attend the trade show. I don't quite understand what that means because anyone could attend the trade show. So they didn't really get into too many details of it. But that's that's the gist of this announcement that's coming out. So it's basically they'll probably have a booth or a presence there looking to get more boutique members who aren't part of their association. Yeah. And they may do something like what TPE has done. I've heard where maybe like a pavilion type of setup, which, which has been a very successful thing. I think for TPE, if you're a smaller company, you can get like one of these kiosks in a pavilion and it's literally just show up there with your product and it's ready to go. You don't have to have a, a, a booth set up there. So I think, I think that's a good move by the PCA to try to get I, the more companies at the trade show, the better. Absolutely. Um, my, yeah, my, my question yeah. is this, and maybe you can answer it for me, or uh -huh. maybe the guys can. I mean, are you guys part of the Boutique Cigar Association, Juan, Kevin? No. Okay. no. What exactly is the purpose or function of it? Is it what just is for manufacturers to say, I'm part of it? Or is there any tangible thing that they benefit by being involved with it? No, that's an interesting question for Coop, too, because I know you've had some gripes with them in the past. A lot of times their messaging is nobody really understands. I don't get it. I'm not I, sure. What I mean, I, mean, I, I get I what it I is. It's association. If they, would have, if they would approach me, I would love to be in it. We're a boutique cigar company, but I don't know anything about it. Yeah. I mean, that, that, tells, that, that says a lot to me that, one, you haven't been approached and that you don't know nothing about it, right? Yeah. yeah they're, you know, and they, they tend – at one point, they were trying to be, I think, more of a trade association, and then they kind of backed off and said, "No, we're going to be more of a of a of a social organization." And they put on, for example, a festival they're putting on uh, next month in Indiana with the smaller companies. But I've always been perplexed by what they what what the purpose is. They don't do any fundraising, which they I think is, do they do. You say they throw a festival. Are they are they contributing to the cause? Are they donating to fighting efforts? I mean, it, I mean, I just don't know. I don't know what it is other than the fact that you say, hey, I'm a part of the Boutique Cigar Association. I, I, maybe next I, time we have Gabby Caffey on here, we should ask him. But I'm not really sure what it does. I think that's a better question for them because like I said I, I'm I have the same questions as, as you do. You should have them on. Yeah. We had them on not that long ago. Actually, you should have brought it up. But what what are the what are the companies that are a part of it? How about like, this? I, I know, know, know Coop, do you know how many know how many members they have? I they have a list on their website. I want to say they have about thirty members, but I don't know how many are active members, and I don't even know what it means to be active. There seems to be I, about three or four companies that kind of are more active involved with that. I know I know Gabby Caffey, not personally, but we we we're, we're, I, I've never been approached by anybody, Kevin or I, and we're I, I we're a boutique company, like you don't you know, and we're somewhat vocal. You know, I, I don't know where and, we. And what's the definition of boutique? Is I don't know Espinosa what, boutique. Right. Like, I don't know. What's what's the definition? They say under a million cigars is their definition. That's, that's, definitely, that's that, definitely us. That's us. Yeah. And and then you know you'd have to see, but nobody's ever. You know, yeah. I, 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 who's yeah. policing that? In the boutique world, I don't think we're down here. You know, not not with sales, but like of of being recognizable. We're pretty. I no, say quality of cigars. Mid, middle mid, middle ground. Legitimacy. You know, would you say? Maybe? No, I don't yeah. Know. Here's where it gets complicated. I think we talked about this on KMA. Is like, for example, Gabby Caffey's now moved his production to La Aurora. That's a huge factory in terms of production levels. You know, San Latano, 
is a big factory under AJ. I mean, it's one of his big factories under AJ. Yeah, but so, what, 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 what AJ or LaRoy does is irrelevant to protocol, right? I mean, But they're AJ still working with here. a big factory. That's what I'm kind of getting yeah, at. Yeah, but they're still a boutique company. But isn't the idea of being boutique is like it's kind of this small artesian craft, the whole process. That's kind of where I go with it. But I can mm-hmm. see, you know, again, I think that's a debatable thing for sure. Your, your well, name is going to be against the grain, Coop. Coop's always against the grain. I'm always against the grain. Always against the grain. Yeah. Have you been to Lizona? It's a small factory. Yeah, it's a small factory. Lizona is a 90, true boutique factory. I mean, come out of Lizona. It's a small factory. I was I was absolutely blown yeah. away that they could put out that many cigars. It, it is. And it's. I, I think it's a great place to go visit if you ever get a chance. I mean, uh, especially if you hang out on the uh, the balcony, which is just one of the oh, great scenes. I remember when I was down there at Juan, everyone went to the leather store. And I said, no, I'm staying back and smoking on the balcony. <laughs> so <laughs> I would have done the same. Yeah. All right. What else do you, Paul, mark uh, that somewhere. Let's find out what exactly the boutique cigar. Yeah. Maybe we should have them on. Not as Gabby yeah. Cam have the boutique cigar. I, I think it, I think it's I think that's something that would be good. I really do. I mean, because I think in fairness, they need to kind of have their chance to explain that. Hopefully, they have one. What What else you got going on? Uh, there were a couple of releases that came out from STG this week. Uh, the first one is a release called the Diesel Disciple. That was a cigar last year released for the TAA. It's a Lancero cigar. Um, this year, they've opted to take the Diesel Disciple regular production. So a lot of times, companies will do that. They'll come out with a TAA cigar, and then they kind of test the waters with it. And then if they feel it's successful, they'll, they'll make it regular production. So that's what the folks at uh, Diesel STG did. So that should start hitting the stores relatively soon. And the other one on the general side, uh, Macanudo, um, has a flavored line called M by Macanudo, which I, can, I think is a pretty good flavored line, actually, if you're into flavored cigars. And they um, have released three new flavors under there, dark rum, French vanilla, and mint cocoa. So if you're into flavored cigars, uh, you may want to check that out. That's a growing – that's kind of a growing line in the whole – uh, Macanudo portfolio, this M by Macanudo line. Yeah, we bought it on. We went to the warehouse. It seems to do okay. Interesting, though, how no one is veering away from the flavored stuff. That's what right. I was just going to get at. It's a amazing. Mind, a little mind-boggling on my part, but I don't know if that's just denial or a sign of positive yeah. things to come. I have no idea. Yeah, You know, the, I know Juan's a big old-fashioned fan. They have a they have a bourbon flavored one which has been out for a couple of years. It's actually I was amazed how much that tasted like an old fashioned when you smoked it. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah. Who is that? Who is that? Who is that again? Macanudo. Macanudo. M by Macanudo. Yeah. M by Macanudo. We had her on while you were out, actually, didn't we, Alex? We did. Yeah. Laura. Yeah. Laurel was on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was awesome. Yeah, yeah. she really she really. So I and I'll say these these are pretty for infused cigars. I wouldn't call these subtle flavors. They're they're pretty flavored. So. It's not going to be a traditional cigar, but if you're into the whole flavored thing and there's a market for it, um, and and again, I don't, you know, we can get into the whole flavored debate or not, but but they're decent cigars if you want to go check them out. I, like I said, that bourbon one was pretty impressive to me. Nice. I'll try the bourbon one. All right. Anything else? Or does that wrap it up for this week? Coop? That wraps it up. It was like I said, a light. We have the PCA stuff coming out. Um, you know, we're still doing a lot of recaps. We we really just got into our recaps this week, so we had a lot of video uh, stuff processing we had to do last weekend. So, well, stay up to date with all things cigar industry wise, rumor free, oh, and always teaser free at cigar coopcom <laughs> There you have it. That's do we beautiful. do we have a video for? Uh, Tilly we don't Tate? have a video. All right, I so do have Alec, an image. 
Yeah. Okay. So we we uh, we you know we were between seasons. Uh, Tail the tape, one of our popular segments that began with basically Alex and Coop talking about bo- taking over the last minute of our show to talk about yeah. boxing, kind of developed into a series, and then after the boxing, it just kept going on. So Tail the tape, season five will begin next week, and I'll let you introduce it, Alex. All right. So Tail the tape, season five actually has a special twist to it. Um, Paul and Abe will be joining us in curating yes. lists as well. And the topic for Tale of the Tape Season 5 will be the top movie villains of all time. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I, I think it was a great one. And I love the fact that Paul and Abe are going to be in on this too. So I think this is going to be uh, fantastic. Maybe maybe you should wait till it happens before you say that. <laughs> well, no, now I can critique Abe's picks. So that's going to be the best right, thing, you know. Right. <laughs> can I give my, my pick or nah? I got to wait till next week. You got to wait till next week. Why? You, you, know, you got to wait 10 weeks. And you can throw it in there. Who's your, who's throw your, your it, you got a number one of all time? Anybody that knows me knows what I love. I'm What am I? Who's the best villain in Star Wars? Darth Vader. Khan. Khan. Like, I would have known that. <laughs> ah, look at this guy. He, he likes to make me mad. Every time I talk about Star Wars, Will Cooper likes to give, give it to me and say and don't. say Star Trek stuff. <laughs> I don't like that. Nice. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> so I take it. I take it you've watched Obi Wan Kenobi. I've watched everything. Anything Star Wars, I've watched it seven times. I just watched the first episode really? last night. It's actually really interesting because it's, it's the time Tremendous. between episode three and four. Yes. Uh, right after right after three ends and and before they become. I adults. loved it and I cried a little bit, so it was, it was good. <laughs> you know, it's you know, it's the one time season, right? And they might. They said that, but they might do more. <laughs> they may, but I, it, it was designed as a. There one. are stories you guys don't even know about. There's comic book stories within. So you, you guys see Bubba Fett? How passionate the black, he gets. The black Wookiee. Cassandraman, he has a scar on his eye, and they actually showed the scar in in in, in there, and it was like Obi Wan that gave him the scar. Right? And I realize this is all made up. It's not. No, I don't made up. Documentary <laughs> <laughs> about. One, have you gone to Star Wars Land? Oh, I, I, Star Wars I, Land I, is totally. I've not up. been there yeah. to Star Wars Land. But I want to go there, but I am a Star Wars freak. I Disney Plus comes out with their shows three in the morning East Coast time, midnight West Coast time. But I, I three three on one, I'm sitting there. I don't, no matter what's happening in the world when they come out. So I, I've, uh, I've I've liked all the Disney ancillary series, The Mandalorian, Boba Fett. Oh, The Mandalorian is is saved Star Wars. It's amazing. The Mandalorian has been amazing. Boba wait, wait, wait. hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Reverse this a bit. The Mandalorian saved Star Wars. I didn't know Star Wars needed saving. It didn't. The last three movies, The Rise of Skywalker was, and I, it almost breaks my heart to say this, was horrendous. Horrendous. I hated I that story. You know why? Because the, the, it, Is they, that still George Lucas? No, George Lucas sold it to Disney, okay. and then Disney, Kathleen Turner, whatever her name is, Kathleen Kennedy, just took it over and dist- I hated And he even said that it, that's, not, that's not the way he wanted it to, to, to turn out. It's I'm hoping. Fake. I'm hoping they're doing something that there is a time. Uh, there's a, a thing of, of, of the uh, in Star Wars where you could travel through time, and they're gonna go back and make that and go back and just <laughs> erase those last three movies because that's how horrendous they were. It, wow. ca- it came out of Rebels. You guys watch it in Rebels. It was, it was the world between worlds. It's I, I, gotta tell you, I gotta tell you something about Disney though. I've really enjoyed their ancillary movies to their 
big franchises, right? Even the Marvel ancillary the, the, the plus, shows, the Disney have plus shows have been outstanding. Outstanding. I like everything what they did with Marvel. They've done a great job with Marvel. I just don't like what they did with the Star Wars. Uh, with the last three, I should say. The last three, that's Rise of Skywalker. I personally didn't like it. But I love the Mandalorian. Uh, I like the book of Boba Fett. I loved Obi-Wan. As everything they've been doing has been absolutely amazing. Did you watch any of the Marvel subseries on Disney Channel? I everything. I, and Mar so here, and I'm, also a I'm also a comic book nerd. I love Marvel. I love DC. Anything with Anything with comic books, I'm watching it. What's better, Marvel or DC? Uh, I like Marvel better, but one, my favorite. Go ahead. Juan, do you remember there was a car, uh, like Star Wars, they did a comic book, and then they continued it. Like, they kind of continued it after the, like the first movie. And I remember those comic books. They were pretty good, actually. So there are a lot of stories within that. They could do so many series and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah. yeah, so I, my number one favorite uh, uh, comic book hero is definitely Batman. <laughs> all right, so Batman's my, my favorite, but I love Why Marvel is that? Why, wait, why was that funny? Did I miss something? That thing in the, the, somebody wrote something about comment. Oh, I didn't see it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. We had some on the bottom. There's a comment about me being a nerd. Yes. Space like, Patrol. I, I, that's what you need I to think do, Juan. People, people don't expect me to be a comic book nerd. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I, you know, I love comic books. I used to read comic books. Yeah, you know, Juan, he is absolutely. A I'm obsessed with. I don't know. Coffee. Seeing the pigtails right now, maybe I could get it. I don't know what it is. But every time have a, after this show, he's gonna he's gonna have a hair change. I was actually thinking about doing this and being Princess Leia. Look, what are you Princess Leia. All right. All right. That, that's actually funny. Oh, man. My, my favorite comic book hero growing up was Spider Man. Oh, I love him. I just uh, liked him. You related to him. Brain. He was young was and really, stupid, ooh, like and he was funny. Yeah. He was a smart ass. He's human. He's human. He's a yes. superhero, but he's human. He was the most he human. Boy, he was the most human. Problem. Yes. He's got an effing math, and he's, but, he's fighting uh, uh, the rhino, but he's thinking about, oh, my God, I just got an effing math. How, how, how am I going to explain this to Aunt May? It's human. Yeah. I love, I love Spider Man, too. Spider -Man my son was, is obsessed with Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man yeah, was, was the one I related yeah. to the most. Spider Man was great. But, I, but Batman is the most badass. I was a comic book collector growing up. In fact, that's how I paid for my junior prom. I ended up selling my whole set. I had some really good series in there. I played. Nice. I paid for my dormers in my house. Two dormers, which five thousand a piece. And my wife was like, "You gotta get those." And I was like, "That's another ten thousand. I don't care how you get the money. You gotta get it." And I was like, "Okay." And Amazing Spider-Man. No, Amazing something fifteen, which is Spider-Man's first appearance. I was like, "Okay, boom," and I got. Yeah, unfortunately, I got it. <laughs> oh, you have it! Wow. I had, I had it. I had it. I, 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 saw I got it out of my door. I got it on my bones. I had two I series. I had two series which really banked me some money uh, outside of just a few bucks from the rest of the stuff. Was um, I had some of the Secret Wars series that were highly collectible, and then I, anybody who's a real X Men uh, comic geek, I had there was a series. I think it was a six part series. I had all six. It was Kitty Pride and Wolverine. Oh, um, nice. And and I think that one got me the most money. Those six comic books got me. Yeah, you know, it's money. interesting. I'll tell you who's actually an avid um, comic book collector. He's been on shows. Is Anthony Renzoli from the Twin Shop? Yes, he's I've been on, TV on shows, shows with yes. his collection. Yes, I wow. think he's mentioned that. Yeah, I think he's mentioned that yeah. to us. I have. So. I think I think having to sell my collection for prom like disheartened me from ever collecting anything again me too no i, I think so i never oh, got over it, it you breaks know your heart. it breaks your heart because you spend your years collecting these things and and trying to find the mint ones you know and you and they're like 
you have them in a special case. You got to use your retina scan to open it up. Every once in a blue, you open up and inspect <laughs> it. That's what you do, right? And then one day you got to sell it. And then you're like, what was it for? What, what did I do that for? And then just, it just, I have not collected, I've not read a comic book, but I'm still in love from when a kid to about the late 2000s when I got the house. I had, I, I loved I had immigrant parents. They didn't know what yeah. prom was, never heard of prom. There was right. no way I was going to go to my dad and say, hey, can I rent the limo? It would smack me upside the head with a two by four. You know, and, and getting hotel rooms and renting tuxes and all that. They, they had no idea. So, yeah, I ended up getting, gathering all my sets, sold it, and I think that was it. That was the end of me having the ability to, to do any kind of collection things at the end after that. All right, guys, listen to me for a second. I, I apologize, but the protocol pool party is about to start, and we've had a great show for two hours. But we got Hold on. Finish. You got one more segment, and we're done. It's not. You got two more minutes. Okay, Chill out. We'll, we'll tell you where you can go. Hang on. <laughs> This is the first time Juan had a go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Let, let's 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 I, I, let's I, I run. Can talk all day, but I'm seeing people come it's in. It's not I twelve o'clock. Relax. Got the minutes. girls aren't there. All let's the girls aren't run, there. Yet. Let's run our last segment so the guys all can right, get out here. here. It's time to see. Would either of you guys rather? All right, we're going to make this quick. First question is for Juan, second question is for Kevin, then the last question is for both of you. You ready? I'm going to ask you, would you rather? Yes. Question, you got to tell me what you rather. Which one you'd rather? Okay. Ready? Right, Ron, ready. would you rather shave your head or shave all your facial hair for the rest of your life? Damn. <laughs> I definitely cool. would rather shave my facial hair. I love my hair. I love this. I love the hair. It looks beautiful. Yeah. It's pretty. Girls like to. I walk down the street and like, oh, can I put a bun in your hair? Can I put a braid? I'm like, oh. I had a <laughs> so for a guy who's had a mustache basically ever since I met him, you would go clean shaven the rest of your life to keep your hair. I always wanted long hair. It's like something, and because I was in, in policing for 20 years, I couldn't have this or, uh -huh. or 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 this. But now that I have both, I love. I guess I'm in love with my hair, and I'd rather be boom and. Obviously, hair. obviously, Kevin, you understand why we couldn't ask you that question. But this uh, one's for I was you. Say, if that's my question. That's not going to happen. No, this one's for you. Would you rather skinny dip with a Juan Cancel or Bear Depleza? And no, no offense to Bear. I'm on his show tomorrow. Uh, but I'm going to say Juan because we've done that already. And I already I was know. Gonna what say, I'm I feel like it may have happened already. Yeah, uh, TMI. Oh, I probably didn't think that he was naked, well. jumping on everybody. It, in might, the pool. it might happen to. If it was if it was the old one, it would definitely happen tonight. But corporate We got HR here today. All right, and to get you guys off, this question is for both of you. Really simple. Would you rather sleep one night in a bed full of spiders or a bed full of snakes? Snakes. Oh. I'll take snakes too. I, me too. I think snakes would almost be relaxing. Spiders would be too. Yeah, you know, because they're hard and they're just like they'll they'll move around. You like a massage bed. Yeah. I would be like all over you in your mouth. Did you ever hold a snake? Like a, like my buddy yeah, had a ball yeah. python growing up. Definitely I, snakes. I would always take it out of the cage and have her around my boom. neck. We got that thing on the boom. Thanks for doing all right, guys. Thanks, everybody, for joining us today. We hope we entertained you. You had a fun Saturday, Coop. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for having us, us on. 
Thank follow you. us on all social media. Thank you very much for having us. Awesome. Yeah. Follow us on all social media outlets. Join us on Smoking Social, our private group on Facebook. Next week, Luciano Morales. I hope I didn't butcher your name of Ace Prime. Should be an interesting show. Until then, everybody, please keep it lit. <laughs>